department. Fuck B, 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 B. You're now tuned into the Apartment 5B podcast, where we chop it up about hip-hop, R&B, sports, love, and life. Hosted by Kill. 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 What's good, what's good, what's good? You are tuning Apartment 5B Podcast, hosted by your man, Kill. I got my squad with me, in effect, as always. Starting off with my brother, Brad, with the ill low one, with the 76ers fitted. What's going on, good brother? What's good, good. Happy to be back, man. Miss y'all past couple weeks, so happy to be here. No doubt, no doubt, no doubt. My brother, DJ Rack One, I didn't even know if he was still here. You was starting to become Jerobi, man. Like, you was missing studios. <laughs> and all kinds of I ain't know where you been, man. It's good to see you again, brother. Likewise, man. End of the fiscal year, man. Got us running like crazy, so you know how that go. Bro, you know I totally understand. I totally understand. Eddie out of L.A., Freed Styles. What's going on, good yes, brother? Sir. Yo, man, I'm good, man. Excited for this topic, bro. Mm-hmm. All right. No doubt, no doubt, no doubt. We got my brother JR, the R&B rep. What's going on? What's going on? Feel good to be here, man. Ready to get this conversation going. Oh, he got the cup. Yeah, y'all, the y'all, y'all ready? Yes. Was so you know I'm glad you hit. <laughs> Last but definitely not least, my little sis Porsche who's on strike again this week. Um, <laughs> hey like, guys, I don't do video no more. The price of brick is going up. No. I'm sorry. I'll be back. I'll be back. Going to pay once to be seen so we only get audio from Porsche until I get my money right around here with 5 <laughs> I'm so happy to put money podcast. Money gets involved. Shit gets funny. So as soon as my raise kicks in, I'm paying Porsche what she needs to get paid per week um, so we can get her back up on here. Everything good with you, That's sis? Funny. Yes, everything is good. I'm good, glad to be here. Um, I feel connected but disconnected, so I can't wait to get back on Don't video. Worry, so, I get paid tonight. We're gonna get you right. <laughs> <laughs> I know money, like Lauren says, funny how money changes the situation. So, I got you. I got you. I got you. Look, y'all already know me. Let's get right into it. Last week, we did the show about MCs, singers, groups that we thought was going to blow up. But for some reason, they didn't. Uh, today's kind of continuation of that. But this time, it's groups, MCs, singers that we thought were going to blow up, but didn't because they got locked up. You know what I mean? Um, so we're just looking at MCs who, like, what would their career be if, you know, they didn't get knocked and some of these people have been knocked numerous times. Like one thing I do love about Google and Wikipedia, when it comes to things like facts, like, you know, court cases and things like that, I appreciate that. People are always like, yo, don't use Google. I'm not saying don't use it. I'm just saying use it, but then get with an OG, get with somebody who lived that situation and then pile that knowledge on top of each other. Don't just get the knowledge and then, you know, want to come debate one of us old heads on on what went down. That's what I mean about Wikipedia and Google and stuff like that. But forgetting things like court stuff, 
Wikipedia and Google was good. So I'm gonna set this one off. If you play spades, nobody ever does this. This is the most horrible way to play spades. You just throw the big joker out there and just round up everything. But I would assume or hope or think that the majority of people up here have Slick Rick on their list as people who could have messed up by that. A um, couple of things about Slick. So we can all chime in on Slick. A couple of things about Slick for people may have not been outside. To me, Slick 85 is Lottie Dottie in the show, which are to me, to me, two of the hip hop's dopest songs up, you know, um, easily. I mean, ever. Like Lottie Dottie in the show, like if you're young and you don't know about them, please go, go do the knowledge and find out about that. So, number one, a lot of times people start when they talk about Rick, they start with the great adventures of, and I'm like, nah, y'all gotta go, y'all gotta dial it back three or four more years with Lottie Dottie in the show and, and give him his proper due with that. Number two about Slick Rick. He's the OG fashion boy for me, at least. You know, like we talk about Puba with Lowe and Hillfigure and Jabos and but yo, the first time I heard about fashion and hip hop was your valleys, you know, and and the Kango, which was all slick rip. You know, so I, I know we love him for storytelling, but I don't think he gets enough credit. Again, at least for me. You know, it wasn't Run DMC's My Adidas, it wasn't LL Cool J with Troop, it wasn't it was Slick Rick who was the first person to be like, for me to be like, damn, what's balance? You know what I mean? And all of that stuff. So we got that. Great Adventure to Slick Rick, 1988, Five Mike album, Teenage Love, Children's Story, Moment I Feared, um, you know, was, was tagged the greatest uh, um, storyteller ever. You know what I mean? When I don't personally agree with ever being now, but at that time, I think Rick was one of the people, not saying he was the first storyteller, but he, he did it very well and everything like that. So here's the thing, I had to do all the knowledge because I. here's the thing that people got to remember too, when, when Rick got locked up, we didn't have the internet. You know, we didn't even have the source yet. We didn't have vibe, we didn't have, right. so it literally was just the radio or kind of word of mouth and things like that. We ain't have no Rap City yet, or maybe we did, it's 19, it's 89. So yeah, we probably have Rap City. Um, but just saying that, that's why I had to kind of go do the research. So basically Rick's mom in 89 hired his cousin to be his bodyguard. Eventually they ended up firing him. And then the cousin tried to start extorting Rick and getting Rick robbed. Um, one day Rick went to his crib, it was bullet holes in his front door. You know, so Rick got the burner, caught up with his cousin one day, let off some shots, hit his cousin, but then he also hit an innocent bystander by that. So that's what happened with that. Then he pled guilty to two counts of attempted murder. And he served five years two for the attempted murder and then three for immigration problems because for people who may not know rick is originally from london so all of that so he got locked in 90 and got out in 97. that y'all is an eternity in hip-hop seven years like yo two years in hip-hop is an eternity but 90 you know you get locked in 90 97 that's seven years of being locked up and away from the game. He dropped the rulers back in 89. Russell bailed him out, and it was one of those quick bailouts, like, yo, we got three weeks recording mad songs. I actually like the rules back. I think me and Rick are the only two people who like that album. I wasn't mad at it. Um, a lot of people don't like the album. I didn't have no beef with it. The third album, Behind Bars, came out in 94 while he was still locked up, and that's when they had the Warren G remix, and they were just trying to figure out where they could get Rick to fit in. And then the fourth album, The Artist Storytelling, dropped in 99, which Rick looks at as like, that's really his sophomore 
album because that was the one he really got to do. But he had a song with Outkast, which was Bananas and everything like that. Then here's the thing I didn't even know. In 2001, he got locked back up because he was on a cruise ship coming back to the States. They locked him up because there's some law about if you're if you're an immigrant, but you got a case or got a convicted of a felon that you get locked. So he got locked up again and spent another 17 months in jail. So that's the story of Rick. I just think Rick's career is probably the biggest one that was sidelined because I really honestly think Rick's name might be in people's top tens if he didn't disappear like that. You know what I mean? Because the great adventure of Slick Rick to me that's right up there with all the other people. Like I won't say it's as great as criminal minded for me. You know, but it's right there with criminal minded, paid in full, long live the cane, all those people who we talk about being a top ten goat MC. His debut album was there. And um, I just think, yeah, like if he would have been able to, you know, be around through those eras and maybe be able to navigate it better. And you see how much respect everybody has for Slick Rick. You know, whether you see him like Ghostface, you know, him giving Ghostface the chains and everything like that. You can see Nas talks about Slick Rick all the time. Like you see the influence he had on all these people, how much they love him. Really just off of one out. So again, it's a what if, but I truly believe that if Rick wouldn't have been locked up, he would, I almost can say for sure, he would definitely be mentioned more as a top 10 rapper. Right now, I've never heard anybody put Rick in as a top 10 GOAT MC. Um, on their list, but I do believe if he would have got locked up, his career would have looked different. Bro, what do you think about Slick Rick? I think one point like that you made, um, 1990 to 97, hip hop changed like three times throughout that period. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? And that that's what that's that's the crazy part. That's what really um, that really derailed you know his career because. All of my favorites have been influenced by Slick Rick. Like when I think about it, like my favorites, like they'll readily admit the influence that Slick Rick had on them. And, you know, it was just unfortunate. I remember, um, cause like the 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 one the album he put out in ninety seven, I really liked that John. Like he had the the, the song oh, the about how cats yeah, 99, the art storyteller. 99, 99, art storyteller. The joint with Raekwon, Frozen, that, man, he, and it's like, damn, like, we were missing out on, on this for nine years, bro, like, you know what I'm saying? So, like, I agree, that's like the, that's like the, the holy grail of this topic right here, like, because he's a, he's a legend still, you know what I'm saying? But a legend that could have been more if he didn't get locked up. It was it was like really unfortunate, you know what I'm saying? When you really think think back because like he was on a path to like just think about being able to influence so many people with really that one album, you know what I'm saying? And never getting a chance to really expound on that. So I agree, man. Like Slick Rick, like that's like the poster child for this subject. You know what I'm saying? And again, like I said, with this joint, I wasn't mad at all. I love it setting off with King. I shouldn't have done it with my shit. Moses was dope. Mistakes of women in love with other men. It's a boy, especially the large pro remix to It's a Boy. Oh, so again, it's a boy. Damn. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Like, yeah. I don't know why it was so much. I, I, I enjoyed it when it came out. I enjoy it now. So I, I, I was shocked when yeah. a lot of people said they didn't like this album. But Rex, what about you? I- Hold on for a second. Oh, I'm going to go to Rick. I'm going to come around. Rick, what you got on Slick Rick? I, I wrote some notes. I, he missed 
he like it's like Rel said he missed that start of the new golden age. You know what I mean? And that was key from a standpoint of the production he could have got on new albums. Def Jam still moving forward. He could have been, you know, running with the torch. It just we didn't get to see a proper handoff of him moving into that direction and saying, all right, here go the ghost faces, here go the Rayquans, the guys, the style, the style kings of hip hop, so to speak. You know what I mean? We missed those possible collabos with maybe the RZA or whoever they felt like getting on the, on the track, you know? That's a that's a long time, man. Nine years? <laughs> that's a long time to not be around and then try to pick up the ball and keep it moving. And he did well, but it just, it's like Rail said, it changed three times before he was able to get back in the lab and really come with something, you know, good. Like the other two albums, they were dope, but I just think he missed those key years by being in and out of jail. You know, it's sad. It's absolutely sad because like you said, they, they give him his flowers, but it's like, damn, that's the true what if, you know? Right. Mm-hmm. And then the bad part was because it seemed like, and he and he said it was self-defense, but I'm like, yo, yeah, it was self-defense. If a nigga's shooting at me, when I see you, I got to shoot at you, you know? Right. But I also think it's getting, you know, hitting the innocent bystander and everything like that. Eddie, what's your yeah. thoughts on Slip Rick? Yeah, man. Um, I think really good point, man. I, I think he had the potential um, to at, at least, at the very least, have a Coogee rap type of career. Because, you know, mm-hmm. Coogee rap managed to stay relevant. You know what I mean? Um, he managed to stay relevant and, and reinvent himself. But, you know, he, he, you know, being more respected and, and everyone checked for him. Like when he had that, uh, what was it, the 456 album? Oh, and he had the Nas feature and stuff like that. So, uh, Slick Rick definitely could did that. And, I mean, in some ways he did that with the art of storytelling, but too much time had, had passed. You know what I mean? Like, the, for him to get locked up, you know, at, basically at the height of his career. You know what I mean? Like, he, he was he was the, the, the highest he was ever going to be, and, and then he gets locked up. And um, to, to me, I think the, the album that I hear um, people say that they don't like as much as the behind bars like um, yeah that that's really the one so um to me yeah, that album yeah. was like one of those one of those things the the post-mortem albums or whatever yeah, like right. that like that like yeah. what, what it felt like like let's try to do something while he's you know locked up you know just put something out to keep his name out there type thing so i feel like that's like you know what happened with that situation but yeah all right, JR, what you think about Rick, man? I agree with all y'all. Like, you know, from, come on, that's nine years you out. Shoot, it's bad when you two years and you gone. And it's, it, it that hits. And we talk about hip-hop. Hip-hop changed, you know what I'm saying? So it was like, once Rick came back, it was like the new people didn't know him. So it was like, you got to try to connect. And he didn't, because wasn't, didn't behind bars, he did some stuff with like Easy Mobi and stuff. Don't get me lying on the album. The only thing I remember about that album is the Warren G. The Warren G joint. joint. Yeah. The Warren G joint. I, I probably listened to that album once and never listened to it again because that it just it was almost like just trying to fish for something. You know, it's it's a record right. executive. Like, you gotta get Rick out here. Who's hot right now? Warren G. Okay, let Warren do it. So it's not even it wasn't no synergy. Like if this would have been two thousand, would have been like, let him get Pharrell, let Timberland do a beat. Slick. Right. So it was almost just like grabbing at whoever was hot 
in hopes of yeah. that producer's name making Rick's name stay hot. Right, because I know because I know he did a couple of joints on that joint with Large Professor and Pete Rock. For sure. Don't get me wrong. I actually need to look it up. Like I'll because no, I, mean, I know because no, I know because no, I know right. get a job is with Pete Rock. He's right. It's 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 easy mode P Rock Large Professor on the bottom. Okay, yeah. I knew yeah. that was so I was yeah. thinking, like you said, I Kill, they just threw them yeah. on there because they were the new hot right. not new, but they were the hot ones. So he was like, <laughs> let's put him on there. But if he's in jail and he can't even promote it, it's like what happens? It like it dies. Yeah. Like yeah. Can't it's not promote, even... you can't do nothing. Yeah, we can hear the music, but we want to see you. We want to connect I, I, to it and Right. And you can so it's kind of like, all right, well, we go to the next one. You know what I mean? And yeah. this is '94. This is Illmatic. This is Ready to yeah. Die. This is like those hours. We're gonna pay more attention to those than this. I'm looking at this now, and the It's a Boy remix is on here. Like It's yeah. a Boy was off the the last album. Now, oh, yeah, that was off. Yeah, he put it on It's there. a Boy on here. So yeah, Porsche. What about you, Slick Rick? I mean, you guys all mentioned everything. Um, I was actually going to say what what Rick said. Um, basically, when you miss, you know, these critical years when hip hop's changing, like it's hard to kind of get back into the limelight or just be on the radar and be that relevant again. So yeah, I think I think um, Slick Rick being in prison during that period was just detrimental to his legacy to a degree but again like rel said um you know slick rick is mentioned on goat lists when it comes to like specific things like storytelling for example slick rick will be at the top of the list but yeah as far as goat mcs and i think like you guys all mentioned it's because of the discography lacking right um the the quality of the discography just wasn't as consistent throughout um so that's what yeah I, I definitely agree with all of you and I echo what all of you have already said. I got a question. I think the hard part with Rick too was that he missed out on the video, the real video vibe. Mm-hmm. Imagine again, that. I can't my years are gonna get twisted, but if you're getting locked in 89, Rap City may have just come out, yo and TV mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Like you he missed out on that era of being able to be seen on yo and TV raps and to be yeah. seen on Rap City. And to be because in that era of the 80s, all we had before Rap City and Yom TV raps, and not for folk in New York, but for folk in Philly. I don't know when y'all got video music box, but all we had was Friday night videos. Oh, so we were, yeah, <laughs> we couldn't see the people, we couldn't see Run DMC just chilling doing an interview unless it's on American Bandstand or, or somewhere like that. So Rick yeah. missed out on the whole being able to now for, to hip hop to come into your living room. You know what I mean? And that's a huge yeah. piece to make this out on yeah. because and then the only time we did see Rick and was in that in the movie, I forgot what movie but when Rush show. Went to, show. show. That's the question that's I was gonna show. ask. So that's the other the other part is the next the, the first time we see Rick after seeing him like that is in, in jail. You know what I mean? So it's one of those things where I don't know if that was a good look. You know how some people be like, yo, I don't even wanna go visit you in jail. I don't wanna see you like that. Like we, we we were forced to see Rick like that. You know what I mean? So mm-hmm. I think that's a huge piece too that he missed out on too. Um, bro, who you got up first on your list, good brother? I um first I'm gonna go with somebody I don't I mean this is like my foresight with this person, but I'm gonna go with Petey Crack, man. Um Petey Crack, here's the thing, man. Like some people just got star power and just got it. 
and he was one of the people that had it, man. Like he, they put him on that Neo song. Now, you, uh, as big an artist as Neo is, right? That first single, PD cracks on that single, and he's yeah. on it for a reason, and he killed it, and he contributed to the song. And right, right, he had his own style. That he had. Crazy. Yeah, he had everything, and he just could not stay out of trouble, man. He just could not stay. Uh, he couldn't stay sober, and he couldn't stay out of trouble. You know what I'm saying? And it's like, man, it was, it, it was it's messed up, man. And, and if you watch like recent interviews of him, he talks about it. Like, yo, I I was on some other stuff. You know what I'm saying? Like, but he had star power, bro. Like he had it. No, you yeah. can't name nobody that you'd be like, yo. PD bit his style from this dude. You can't. I can't think of him. He had his own thing, his own style. And you got to think about the way hip hop transitioned. Like he might have been a little bit ahead of his time for the way like people started rapping later on. Like he would have fit right in, but he never really capitalized capitalized on that on that jump start that he got. You know what I'm saying? So PD, another one of our Philly people that you know. Master's career up going to jail. It's funny because me and Rel was talking. I said, dog, I got an all you talk about an all NBA squad. I got an all Philly squad. There's yeah, something bro. about Philly MCs and the law. Yeah, you know I mean, and I, I had PD as an honorable mention on my list um, because it was the jail and it was also the Rockefeller breakup, the state prop mm-hmm. joint. But I will say mm-hmm. this for people out there who may not know about crack, listen to that mixtape right there. Mm-hmm. That doing mm-hmm. right there. That's uh welcome to Crack's house. Five mm-hmm. Mike mixtape. PD bodies this mixtape. If you, I mean, he does everything on this mixtape because I'm with you, bro. I was like, yo, PD up next, man. Like, yeah. because everything he did, that little ring thing he would do, like yeah, everything yo. he would when kill, he, whether it was freeway joint, when he jumped on beans, I got to have it. Whatever you put PD on, oh, he was bro. Have it, bro. I got to have it, bro. The joint with Twisted, that thing was crazy. Flipside was a monster, man. You couldn't go in transit or Palmer's and not hear that. Palmer's. Mm-hmm. You could, you could right. not leave out that. Come right. on, man. You, you already know. know. Did you just bro, say bro, bro, I grew up in South Jersey, man. Oh, all the DJs God. between Philly and Jersey are my fam. So trust me, I was on Strawberry <laughs> Mansion real heavy, Club McDonald's, and, and Delaware Ave. So I was outside. Wow. Wow. <laughs> Stop playing. Stop playing. I was outside. On two wheels or four, you call it. Brett. That's a, that's a good man. pick right there, bro. That's a good pick. Brett, who you got for your first joint? I'm going to go with the Wave Man, Max B. Oh, that was. I was late to the I was late to the wave, man. I ain't going to lie. I got on the wave in like maybe 2010. One of my coworkers, mm-hmm. he just kept screaming, Max B, Max B. And I'm like, yo, who is this singing long haired dude that you keep trying to put me on? So one day I just took a minute. I said, yo, I'm gonna listen. And I, I was like, yo, okay. And the next thing you know, I start hearing this Purple City Bird game. I don't get down with them, but his his whole style and aura has been plucked. And he's not gonna get it back. It's not gonna be a situation to where he can come back from it. Like people have taken his whole situation and ran with it and even said it you know what i mean and it's it's sad because you know you have this thing you have this like you said p crack has this thing 
Max B had the same thing. You know, it's almost yeah, like the, the yeah. school me on Max B. I know the name. So, so, I know so, so, so Max B, Max B was from Harlem. Him and uh, Jim Jones and, and, and Dipset, they they were all together. But then they had a falling out, like a serious beef. Like it was real. You know, it was gunplay involved. It was gunplay involved. And long story short, Max B got locked up for a robbery that happened out in Fort Lee, North Jersey, right across the uh, George Washington Bridge. Mm -hmm. uh, somebody died. Long story short, they gave Max B 75. 75. They gave him 75. Yeah. The other cat, they gave him life. It was a feat. Like, it was a whole setup. They was robbing cats. They had females that involved. Like, it was a whole situation. So what's his style? Like, when you're saying people fuck his, his style. His, 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 his style is, his style is like, he can rap. But his style is like more so melodic, but he sings, he raps. It's really just, it's not, it's not boom bap, it's not hip hop, but it's just like, well, this shit sound dope. Yeah, like, he, it's the vibe. He's, he's like, it's a vibe. Yeah, he's the vibe. It's so a vibe. think about this. A lot of those hooks that, that, said, hit, yes, that Jimmy yes, and them, all ball, ball, balling, 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 that's, that's all him. Max he all wrote Max that, B. that's all him. So he was, all Max B. Like he was, some he was, some he was in Miami. Miami. You, some yeah, in Miami. Yeah, you, you, take, wow. you take you take uh Jimmy from what's that? 0607 forward? That's all Max B influence. Yeah. Heavy Max B influence. You know what? Yeah, I, I did know. you know what? Heavy you know what? Max B influence. You know because because if you you listen to What's uh what's my joint where he was talking about I'm gonna smack your kufi off? We're talking we're talking dipset time frame. And you hear that space in between. Now you, know you get you get this Jimmy? He's on this joint. He's on We Roll with Jim Jones. Yes, and, and, yeah, and yeah. killing it. Killing it. Cause when I first saw the, the credits, I'm like, Max B with, with P Rock? But when I press play, I said, Oh. Alright, so tell me Max so what, it, bro. what do I need to do to do Max B? What what do I start with? What do you want to send me to? Right. I'm gonna send I can send you I can send yeah. you uh the mixtapes and, yeah, and I can even send you something, some stuff recent. And you'll you'll mm -hmm. you can when you hear it, you'll understand what we're talking about. You'll be Correct. like, okay, everybody He's has bit this shit. Like yeah. you know, like it, the melodic Everybody it's, has it's like the 50 cent influence, like how 50 at the time cats started singing on joints, it's like that, but just a step higher. You All know, right. he was doing right. he was doing it on his own joints. You gotta hear it, it's it's dope. All right, no doubt. Nope. I always say the name, but never really uh, yeah, nah, he's, he's supposed to get out in a couple years, but they keep playing with the case, so who knows? Yeah. Eddie, who you got for yours? Yo man, um I'm going with Remy Ma because uh <laughs> <laughs> All right, man. Um, you gonna you know go, like you gonna go with the big piece of chicken, huh? Hey, yeah. Don't stop. You, know I mean? like, <laughs> you don't get the big piece so of chicken. Every, everything she had, man. You know what I mean? Being 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 down with Terror Squad. You know, um, her, her verse on Lean Back. You know what I mean? The Annie Up remix. All of that, and you know what she. Damn, like she she was now, locked up she, what, what like two thousand um <laughs> I'm gonna say like gun charges or assault or something she, that she I shot, she shot someone in the stomach. Uh, I wanna say in, in the tunnel. Might have been the tunnel or the old tunnel. And it, it was over it was over, it was over a little bit amount of money though. It, the, yeah. the, the, the the female got her for some bread and probably no more than two thousand dollars. It wasn't nothing. It was, it was yeah, the principal though. 
It was a principle, yeah. Yeah. That's funny because you know what? I never paid attention to Rim like that, but now I get when Stove Guy says, I, I feel Remy, I would have shot too. You know what I mean? <laughs> so, I, 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 I guess, you know, I, I'm like, okay, so she shot somebody in the tone. Damn, for $200. Nah, in the okay. stomach. She shot it in the stomach. Through the stomach. No, nah, yeah. man, in the tunnel. Oh, okay. Yeah, in oh, yeah, yeah. the tunnel or the old building that the tunnel was, but it was about the time the tunnel was closing. Yeah. Yeah, man. I mean, I. I I definitely feel like, um, you know what I mean? She she was dope. I mean, she had potential. Like, I know I know her first album didn't blow up like that, but, yo, like, she had every opportunity to, to, to blow up. I mean... She had some bangers on that album. Yeah, 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 for sure, for sure. And, you know, like like, like you always say, Kill, you know, she's the, she's the dopest MC in the house. <laughs> you go. Ah, yeah. Again, again, is Pat been invited to a person yet? Ouch! He was, hey, he he was there, but he was he, he was there. Was, was he on stage though? Supporting not with a microphone. Not with a microphone on stage, but in the back. Not with a microphone in his hand. All I know is if my soul is on the line between the God and between God and Satan, and I get to pick who I want to to hold me down, I'm picking Rip. That's all I'm gonna say. Somebody, hey, somebody else make Big Pat. That's on you. You like hell. That hell is hot. I don't like hot. So I'm a big fan. <laughs> dark and hell is hot. Yeah. <laughs> I was thinking the same thing. Let, let an angel be like, okay, kill Remy. Why you even ask about this nigga? Just go to Remy. You already know my answer, nigga. You an angel. You should know my answer. Like, man, you know what I'm thinking. Um, yeah, and um, I'm glad you said Remy too, Ed, because I want to talk about. Yeah, I want. I got some ideas on people getting locked up after a certain time, and why they're able to bounce back versus people who were locked up before a certain time aren't able to bounce back. Because here's the crazy thing with Remy: she should have been done. Yeah, I I don't know how long she was locked for, but she was locked. Remy didn't have enough to hold her down. Just add a versus battle. You see what I'm saying? So right. she had to be knocked for at least three, four years, if not long. Six. That was a while. Six, six or seven. Five, seven. Now we gonna talk to a lot of people from the '80s who was knocked. Like we just said, Rick had seven, and 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 he's done. Whereas Remy did six, and she was just on the versus. But I got a philosophy on why that is. Um, but we gonna chop that up about somebody I got later too. Jared, who you got? But what I was gonna say about Remy too, because that was one of mine. But what I was gonna say because it wasn't even the whatever and that other joint conceded. It was that neo joint that was about to take her out of here. That neo joint, she was about to be out of here because they was playing that all over the. Room. She needed a sure record was. like that because sure conceded was. and whatever yeah, those joints with the street joint. She yeah. needed a joint that was gonna be commercial, and that neo joint was about and to take she her out of here. Soften her up, it softened yeah, her up. Yeah, it was about to soften her up, and she was about to be out of here. And soon as they put that on the radio, next thing you know, she went to right? jail. Because I still Messed got the pieces. It. I still got the pieces. I got those three pieces: conceited, whatever, and the neo joint. And then feel so good. Anything. Yeah, feel so good. We didn't get anything else after that. It was done. Nothing. The, the record yeah, came out. It wasn't service to the DJs. Nothing. Here's the funny part. How many people can get locked up for six years, come out, and still be bigger than they rap a spouse who's been out in the streets 
But think about it. You are so shady, I no, swear. I'm not throwing shots. I'm just asking questions. I'm literally but just think, asking questions. But if think about that. How many rappers mm-hmm. can get locked up for six years? Their spouse is still in these streets putting out mixtapes, but they get out of jail and they still be in their But think about the era we in, though. Think about the era of mainstream that we're in. Like, that's why Remy kind of is able to kind of. But here's the thing: is Remy even mainstream? I don't even know. Outside of that nah, Ether song, she did, fucking with Nicki has has Remy even had an album out? Yeah. Well, her yeah. and Fat Joe did that promo. Oh, that wow. all the way. Yeah. Which was that? Yeah, and then yeah. money showers and they did something else. Yeah. Yeah, they had. Yeah. Yeah. So I mean, she had a couple solo joints. She had a couple solo joints. You know what I mean? So that album was supposed to come out so long ago. I'm like over it, honestly. I'm good. I'm good. Yeah, I'm good on it. We got to talk about what post 2000 can do for you getting locked up too um, later on because I got a lot of ideas on that. Porsche, what you got, Miss? Um, I'm going to start with Snoop. Um, to me, Snoop is has the most disappointing discography, and I think it's because of Doggy Style being as dope as it is, and then him getting locked up, and him not having the ability to get back into the swing of things because. I think um, if I'm not wrong, and correct me if I'm not if I'm wrong, um, Snoop was locked up for three years, from '93 to '96, and um, that was like, again. Hold up for a second, Porsche. I never knew Snoop was like. I thought he was just on trial, but I thought he was out no, of it. No, oh no, he served three years, and then they were acquitted um, later on. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. So, and and to me, um, I attribute the fall off. Or I guess the the decline, I'll say, um, to that to that one incident because again, like Doggy Style, you're coming off of like one of the greatest albums, bar none in hip hop. Like that's a five my classic. I think it's on everybody's list. I don't know a single soul, and I don't want to know a soul who doesn't like that album. Um, okay. But then you, but then you come back and. Dog father, really? Like I just, <laughs> and then and then it's it's not only that. Like from that time, Snoop's released seventeen other studio albums, and none of them, and they just keep getting like further, further decline, further decline, further decline. Do you know what I mean? So I just attribute it to him being locked up, not being kind of amidst all of the whatever it would have been like the vibe or like the you know the hoopla around doggy style and how dope it was he what he wasn't there for that you know like he seriously was not outside during p do you do you think he would have had some kind of influence on the way things went down because that's a good point that makes sense i think i think that if snoop wasn't I think that if Snoop wasn't locked up when he was, I think that he could have potentially made an album after Doggy Style that would have had the same momentum. I think he could have I think he could have delivered off of the momentum of Doggy Style because then you know like what works and all of that. And yes, when he came out, he he would have known um because obviously you you know how your album does, but I think just that prison time kind of deflates you. I can't imagine that you're sitting in prison being like, damn, I can't wait to get out and record another doggy style. And like, you know, it, it deflates you after three years. So that's, that's me. 
That's what I think. That's a good. That's a good point. De- Death Row was relegated to, to soundtracks like, for those songs. I never even locked up. I, never, I didn't either. I really did. I separated myself from the West Coast during that. Time. <laughs> but didn't he go to No Limit though? He didn't bring out an album in No Limit. After, after, after. after. He, was on, he was on house arrest for a minute. So, what she said to me, I think it makes sense because Death Row was doing a lot of soundtracks. They weren't doing a lot of albums. You gotta remember, corrupt. I was out. He was locked up. Not the yes. whole time. Not the whole time. Not, but not the whole time. But a, yeah, but right after. after. Yeah. You gotta think. Uh, do, you, do you remember a, t- a doggy style tour? Absolutely not. <laughs> you right. That's what I'm saying. Like the, no. those years, above the rim soundtrack came out. Um, what's the joint? Um, nah, I'm not talking about brother. Was the case? What's the joint with um, Clarence Williams? He passed away. Death Row did that soundtrack. Um. Get the name of the movie, but they they were relegated to soundtracks. They did a lot of soundtracks. They didn't do what it wasn't no albums coming out for about a good eighteen months. I mean, it, and two, it didn't help that by the time he got out, that Drake was gone. Right. Because right. that's a year, or at least by the time the case was over. At least by the time the case was over. Yell to me. So if you know CL gets locked up and Pete leaves, then we're never gonna get that same energy back. At least for me, of what I love from Snoop was him and Dre working together. And if, you know, by the time he gets out, Dre is gone, Death Row is in shambles. You know, you kind of just work together like that. All right, good point. Which which makes sense why he went to uh, uh, Master P and No Limit after that. You know, to kind of get a fresh start, work with, you know, someone who was hot, you know, and all that. And teach him the game. Yeah, yeah, that part too. Mm-hmm. All right, the next person I got up, keeping it with Philadelphia, I got Beanie Siegel. Um, you got Beans dropping the truth in 2000, the reason in 2001 to be coming 2005, which is a five-mic classic for me. In 2002, he gets arrested for weapon charges. He does a year. 2003, gets arrested for aggravated assault for punching somebody and firing six shots at a club, injuring two people. He gets another year. 2006, he gets child support. He gets arrested for child support. Does about six to eight months. 2010, he gets arrested for tax evasion. Does another two years. 2012, since for illegal firearms and illegal possession of prescription drugs. Does two years. Then, after all that, 2014 gets shot in the drive-by as his lung removed. So, as you can see, that is what? One, two, three, four, five times he's been locked up. Um, and again, it's, to me, killing the momentum. Well, here's the thing, one of the things I'm about to tell. I think, because here's the thing, he got, he was locked up twice before The Becoming came out. And I mean, the Becoming album cover is basically him in jail. So, you know, and I think with 2000, after 2000, going to jail was now dope. You know what I mean? And I want to talk about that later on. Like, I'm always confused why 50 in game, and I've talked about this numerous times on the show. Why do niggas who get shot get love? I don't understand it. I know a lot of nut ass niggas who got shot. Just because you got <laughs> shot, don't mean you're tough. But it was like, like when 50 got shot and everybody like, oh, you been shot nine times. I'm like, fuck are y'all excited for? Like, why Why are we excited? Because somebody got shot nine times. I know lots of people who get shot a lot. And that don't mean they really in the streets, but 
somehow, some way it went different. So I think with Beans, I think him going to jail so much actually added to his persona of the Broad Street Bull. You know, of those things. I'll never forget on the Public Enemy mixtape, another five mic mixtape out of Philly um, with Green Lantern. This nigga is on MTV, like they use an MTV joint. They was like, yeah, so what you locked for? He's like, yo, for attempted murder. He's like, how the fuck y'all gonna disrespect my aim like that? Yo, how are you on television talking about? How are you gonna disrespect my aim? There ain't no attempted murder. If I'm gonna kill you, I'm gonna kill you. Like, I'm like, yo, this. But I think in 2000 that that became the persona that it was like. So I feel like being, I honestly, and I'm actually going against what the topic was because it was supposed to be people whose career would be railed by going to jail. I actually think Beans going to jail helped his career because it actually made him look more solid. I remember doing a trial with Rockefeller and naming them would all come down, suited up to Philly, going to court with him and everything. Beyonce was in court with him and everything like that. And I don't, I, I don't know. The, I don't know if Beans' career could have been any better than what it was. I mean, he's 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 a certified Philly legend. He battled Jada Kiss. You know, I ain't mad if you think Kiss won. I think Beans won, and, and probably one of the most epic battles of all of hip hop because it's almost like a draw. Like most hip hop battles, it's like oh no, Nas won, KRS won, Common won. Like that's the only battle you could kind of be like, nah, Kiss got him, nah, Beans got him, and, and neither side is really mad at the other one. So talking, I don't even really know if going to jail fucked up Beans' career. What do y'all think? <laughs> uh... I mean, it 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 did it, it it did in a way that you know, I mean, he he lost time that he could have been you know re- recording and working on his craft and maybe getting into some other stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it it didn't affect like his popularity, and and I think that's what it is, right? It didn't affect his popularity, like his fans, like well respected Philadelphia legend. But I still think it affected him, like what you know he was able to do. Maybe it, maybe it affected his bottom line. Like, that's said, like maybe he, he would have toured more, and he would have been able to do more. But yeah, you know, yeah. I'm just looking at this like while I'm talking, I'm like, yo, the truth be told, like all the. All the things that I'm just saying that Beans does doesn't sound like somebody who's been locked up six different times. Yeah, right. I think I think I think one thing um, it would did it help his believability. You know what I'm saying? Like I remember watching the Boondocks and there was an episode and the little they were you know y'all seen the Boondocks before? They were yeah. formulating Watch some plan. And the little girl was like, "Man, we need to go in there and do this because that's what Beans would do." You that's know, what you remember that too? Yeah, she, she said, like, "Yo, you gonna even like, get down the lay down? Get down the lay down." <laughs> Beans, Beans would go to war. You know what I'm Beans saying? Beans would go and to war. Beans, that's Ooh. how he was looked at, and he <laughs> that stuff solidified that aura of Beanie Siegel. Like, man, you want want go there with him? You know what I'm saying? But I think where it, where it hurt him where it hurt him is his bottom line and his longevity because the becoming is his best album to me and it's complete and I don't skip a song on that album. The yeah. follow-up should have been something. You know what I'm saying? I think it was the events of the breakup and also with him going in and out of jail, like that whole thing encompassed him kind of like disappearing for a while you know what i'm saying so that's a good point maybe not messed up prior to the becoming but it messed him up moving forward moving forward yeah yeah that's what i think yeah
again, once he got shot and he lost that lung, because I'll never forget hearing Push's album and I heard the song Keep Dealing, and I, I, I didn't even know that was Beans. Because I listened to the whole album, I'm like, yo, what the fuck? Beans was on here. I was looking forward to that. And was pretty at it when he was spitting. I didn't even know that was him at first. So, again, it's just the streets, man. And again, you know, these cats get knocked for tax evasion. I forgot all about that charge. You know what I mean? Like, child support. Like, you know what I mean? So, that's the next person I got. Rel, who you got up next? All right, my next person, going to jail, ruined their career and life. And that, uh, for, for a period of time. And that's Sean. Um, Sean had a really a buzz, man. Like, that first album came out. Sean was that dude. Whether you like the fact that he sounded like Big or not, Sean was popping at that point. You know what I'm saying? And for that situation that happened with the gun in the club and puff and all and it just like destroyed like he got deported went to jail got deported and it's like never really the same never i mean he had put an album out from jail it wasn't i i didn't like it and that was it you know what i'm saying and it was like and then he got deported like so it like ruined his life and everything you know what i'm saying that one incident where you riding for your boss and you take the L, you know what I'm saying? That's it for you, you know what I'm saying? Because he had, that first album was, it was good. It was a good album. And Mm -hmm. he was was popping. He had the machine behind him. He was Mm -hmm. popping. And then that happened and then it was just like over for him, man. It was kind of, it was unfortunate, man. Like, and I, I know a lot of people looked at Puff crazy after that a little bit, like, and I kind of reserved my judgment because I don't know the, all the facts about it. But from the outside looking at it, it just looked crazy. Like, dog, you, you did that to defend you. You know what I'm saying? So it was just, I don't know. Man. It was messed up, man. What, 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 what now said on purple? I don't yeah. like the way that he did shine with different lawyers. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 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 he did. Yeah, he did say that. Yeah. I'm the example. When <laughs> it real goes wrong. I am not security, nigga. I am the artist. Okay. Fuck, I look like doing security for you, nigga. We supposed to be, you, yo, somebody else supposed to add a joint on them. Like, I ain't keeping it real goes wrong. Right. That's where yeah. Rack, what you got up next to, brother? Let's see, man. You know what? I'm going to go with Lil' Kim, man. Mm. Here's the reason why. Now, remind me, remind me. So Kim got knocked because so Kim, she, 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 so Kim got knocked for perjury. Um, he went hard for no reason. Yeah, she, right. she, went hard, she went hard for D Rock. Right, uh, right. So let's, go, let's go back. It stems from her beef with Foxy Brown. There was a shooting out front, Hot ninety seven. Um, long story short, Kim, like you just said, she she was snitching. <laughs> And she went to court, said one thing, went back to court, said something else. They found that she, you know, she lied on the stand or whatever. So so they gave her a year. The problem was she came out with a dope album. <laughs> that right. was crazy. Yeah. The album was fire. That's the lightest that album. The that the That's yeah. the joint with That's lightest. The, yeah. If you li- if you listen to that album, there's Bella Mafia? But no, no, that no, that was oh, notorious K I M. No, the naked truth. The oh, naked the naked truth. truth. Okay, okay. The naked truth. You got light is up, shut up. Whoa, three straight bangers. 
singles out the gate that's gonna give you the push yeah, you need. And, it's, and it's Lil' Kim. Exactly. And it's and it's Lil' Kim. Was, was fire. And she had the machine behind her. So exactly. That she album good. is fire. Yep. She basically yep. what she did was she ran through three singles, did as much as she could, and sat in Philly across the street from uh, Independence Hall for a year and got no promo after that on that album. And her career has been trash boxed since. And that was, in my opinion, I think that was one of the major reasons why. I think after that, she was like, fuck it. What's the point? You know? You know, she she lost steam. Now she out here looking like a motherfucking cat. <laughs> that essentially ended her career. That shit ended her career, to be honest. Like, I, that's that my, was, that's, yeah, yeah, that was it. She, and and you said it earlier, like she didn't, she, and all that. yeah, she didn't, she didn't have to. She could. I'm not saying rat on your people. That's not what I'm saying. But your rap career is what kept you relevant, and now you have to rely on being a socialite or what people remember of you. Right, the and legacy. This, and, right, and this right. this 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 generation and this music, this thing changes at the drop of a whim, Bad. and and the next the next move, they're not gonna remember Kim. Cause she already struggling trying to with people that's that's out now not giving her her flowers. The next movement of, of female MCs and MCs in general, it's a wrap. You don't know her. No, it's a wrap. And and we might we we can keep the culture as far as that piece alive, but it's it's about to be over. For her. Here's a question: How long did we really think him could survive without Biggie's pen? I was gonna say that. Hey, she. Hey, I'll tell you this: She survived longer than I thought. Right. She survived longer than I thought. She did. A, she did an excellent job, but that that situation. And see, I don't. I don't know. Kim is hardcore is the shit. Yes. Everything after yes. that. Everything after that is just so, downhill. So you got Put hardcore. No. You got the mafia. No. But if that shit was notorious on hardcore, K-I-M. Yeah, yeah, notorious K. So, so the thing is, she came with the right songs at the right time. Outside right. of outside of the uh, notorious K.I.M. joint or the uh, the no, nah, what was the first one? Hardcore. Right. So the shift you figure 98, 99, she had the La Bella Mafia joint, had the right songs, had uh my man with the thong song, had all that on. It, it was it was right for yeah, the time. Yeah, that was uh notorious KIM. Right. It was yeah. right for the time. It was right for the time. The next and she one, started using more of her fashion was more correct. notable than her music was. It was right. like you wanted to see what she was wearing. It wasn't even a even though it conflicted with the music yeah but it was more like yo what kim gonna wear like everybody know like when she went to the mtv awards it was like oh she did that like it but that became more than the music after a while you know what i mean so she was able like rex said she was able to have a single here throw a single here it works boom she come out with la bella mafia come out with you know the joint uh with her and mr cheeks the joint with her and 50 it works it kept her Relevant, you know what I mean? It kept her there, so that, that let me ask you a question. You represent two sides of the coin, you represent the DJ club side, mm-hmm. but then you also represent the street side. All I do is represent the streets, and to me, <laughs> it was dead after hardcore. Do you agree nah, with that? Man. Okay, she, she wasn't. I get what you're saying, trust me. Wasn't nobody out there screaming. No Lil' Kim, because after hardcore, she wasn't, it, it, doing, she wasn't doing the polls, and, and it wasn't as, it wasn't as big influence. There's none of this shit hitting no mixtape circuits. None of these songs are hitting it. Right. You're right. You're right. You're, you're right. 
But from a club standpoint and the general right, that's and, the, mo- and the money generation, y'all naming shit I never heard before. So hey. that's why I'm like, I think we speak nah. in two different languages. Because and that's what the girls now okay. are influenced okay. by. They influenced right. by that Kim, not the hardcore Kim. They right. influenced by that notorious KIM and La Bella right. Mafia Kim. Right. Not but hardcore. Here's the, but, here's the, but here's the problem. They won't know that because nobody's giving her her flowers. The only right. one that I, that, that I can say maybe give her her flowers is Cardi and Megan Thee Stallion right. when they out in conversation. But that's not going to be much longer because they want their own shine. They're going right. to do their own things to take that torch for that particular genre of female MC and moving forward. And then it's not going to be no more. It's going to be done. Right. All right, Eddie, so, who you got? Um, I'm going with John Forte, man. Um, yo, damn. John Forte. I got him, I got him um, over here. Ooh. Yeah, man. Like, you know, if um, Talib Kweli always talked about him as like, you know, someone who up in, in, in the industry and, and as an influence. Obviously, he was down with, with the Fuji's. Um, refugee squad and all that um the man got 14 years for drug <laughs> for drug trafficking like they ain't no coming back from that yo mm-hmm. i mean you know and and then you know then you come back right 14 years like the crew that you were running with ain't even relevant anymore you know what i mean it's like what what do you do two questions he got knocked after solo album after the solo album, I think his solo yeah, was ninety eight. Yeah, probably so I came two, out ninety eight. How much? How much time did he do? Fourteen, year, uh, 14 years. Fourteen years. I don't know if he did it. I think so. He just got um, out a few years ago. He did a good majority of that, of that bit. Mm-hmm. If he didn't do fifteen, he did eleven, twelve. He did a good amount of that. Wow. Got it down. Let me yeah. I know he recently got pardoned. I, I know he recently got pardoned. Yeah. He did ten years. I, ten. Yeah. Here we go. He did ten. So ten. Yeah, when well, you, you ran with they, they done. Like, oh damn, nigga, you ain't heard. Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. You know, like, oh you know, man, like, yo, don't so fuck with each other no more, my nigga. Like, yo. <laughs> That's crazy. God damn, 10 years. Yeah. Yeah, John Forte was, was, was fire, man. That poli it wasn't the greatest of album. There was some issues with it, but he definitely ran with the right crew and was a spitter. Um, yeah. He had the voice, too. It just, yeah. I, I, I wonder what would have happened. Yeah, I mean, that, that um, well, he, he, he was on the, what was it, the, the Wycliffe album, We Staying Alive. Like, he yeah, had a great on that joint. Yeah, yeah, that was a killer right there. Yep. Ooh, we nuts, baby. And knocks him up. JR, what you got up next, bro? Okay, so, right, I had to come up with these, old, like, literally, like, 15 minutes for the show. But I said Bobby. Bobby Brown. I'm not mad. Now, again, I'm old. Remind, take me back in time. What did Bob get knocked for? <laughs> okay, so, all right, so in 95, he got knocked for, um, he, they were in a club. Him and his bro, him and his crew was in a club in Orlando, and they ended up like beating somebody up and all of this kind of mess. And then Bobby was already drunk, so then he pissed in the car and all this kind of stuff. <laughs> then right after, then he went back to jail, 
because he uh, kicked the hotel security in the face. So it was just like he karate kicked somebody in his face. Yep. Like how he was jumping out the helicopter in the thug loving video. Yo, son. I don't know why. Yo, if John would have brought him out last night, like, that would have been like, dope. He kicked the hell out that air when he jumped out that helicopter in that video. Because he was high. He didn't know what he was doing. Hey, don't that's do that. That's, that's, that's that song was fire, though. I don't care what nobody said. Hey, that's the shit. That is. That song was fire. That song was fire. That song was shit. Yeah, him jumping out the helicopter made that shit official. Yo, like, yes. Yo, like, you know what about Bobby Brown was on his Billy Blanks, man. <laughs> all right, so JR, help me with the years. So we're okay. talking. All right, don't be cruel is ninety. So what's happening in ninety five? Is this no ninety? Uh, well, eighty eight is actually don't be cruel. Then right, and then right. in ninety two he comes out with the Bobby album, which did okay. But it after that it was like once he got married to Whitney, it was the focus of them two. It was never about the music anymore. So then so after that, married to Whitney. He was married to Whitney, right. yes, when I the album was released. out of jail and they went to go pick him up. I, I, that I was in 2001. That's the old jail. How many times has Bobby been to jail? Uh, He was in 90, twice in 95, once in 96, three times in 98. Like, it was bad. Like, I, I, I apologize. I, I dictate going to jail from you do at least a year. Are these at least years? Because I know people get locked up all the time and then they out in two months. Like, are these like you? He yeah, really, I mean, the, the, the longest time months. he stayed, the longest time he stayed in jail was the time you talking about, like twenty eight days. Okay. He right. did that, you know what I mean? But it just seems like after that, it was like no more. It was like yeah. after he went to jail that like twice in ninety five, and then the marriage with him and Whitney. Then he got back with New Edition, and that was a mess. You know what I'm saying? And then after that, then it was just like 90. Then he, what? He brought out an album in 92. Then he came out with Forever that shouldn't have never came out in 97. That album was trash. He know it's trash. You don't even talk about it. But yeah, let me ask you this, R&B guru. Yeah. Do you think him going to jail really messed it up? Or I just felt like Bobby ran out of steam. Like there was just nothing because now we're starting to creep into Neo Soul and Bobby was never going to be able to tap into that market like that. I, to like, me, I think, yeah, I think him marrying Whitney also didn't help in a way because when we all think about it, people try to kind of shit on Bobby, to be honest. But when him and Whitney got together, Bobby was the shit. Like, we can't deny that he wasn't the shit. Like, maybe Whitney was the pop chick, but Bobby was for us, and he was crossing over too. So they was kind of like equal. But then once they got married, that's what Teddy Riley said in the interview when he was on The Breakfast Club, which people don't watch that. But um, (laughs) he was on The Breakfast Club and he said to Bobby while they were doing the album, he was like, you really want to marry Whitney now? And he was like, yeah. He was like, you know this is going to mess up this album rollout, right? Because they're going to be completely focused on your marriage rather than the music. He gets married in July. The album comes out in August. What are all the questions? Mm. Whitney this, Whitney that, Whitney this, Whitney that. He did a little tour with it, and then after that, it was like he go. He just kills everything. It was like I'm gonna go on tour with you. I'm gonna follow you. I'm gonna do all that. And after it, a while, it sounds like the marriage to Whitney was the prison. Huh? I said it sounds like the marriage to Whitney was the prison. 
Yeah, okay, <laughs> for real. That's real. Like that's real. Like, and he just forgot it. Like, I just. Don't I let my wife hear that, man. My wife is the biggest Wendy fan. I'm wondering. I'm just wondering. Did he? Did was it one of those things where kind of like Rick? You understand? When D Wade invited Brian and them down to Miami, mm-hmm. like D Wade kind of knew these injuries are plaguing me. I don't mind playing second fiddle now. You know the Brian. You know, let's go out here and do this together. Did Bob kind of know my time is over and let me just ride this Whitney shit out? You know, hop on this Whitney train. Because I feel like some artists you can know in yourself, I, not that I don't have the talent, but they don't want to hear this shit. You know what I mean? Like, well, you and then, swallow. Like, that audition definitely had another successful album better than Heartbreak because. The climate of RB. What, what was there? What was bigger? Home than again. I mean, that was I. That was big. You felt like that was bigger than Heartbreak. It oh, wasn't. No, you said it wasn't great. Heartbreak was great, but Home Again was dope too. Like hit me off, and um, uh, I'm still in love. Uh, you don't have to worry. And the remix, like that album was dope. That album was the shit. Like how many mics you give it? What talking about home again? I give it four. Yeah. All right. Yeah. All right. That's I give fair. it four, but no, I, I mean I agree with you as far as that. I think with the whole, I, I think like, like what you taught me, where it's like, look, after a certain time, just tour. Like right. There's a and I think you can't make yeah. new. Nobody wants to hear no new new edition out now. Everybody no, no. they want to hear. They'll listen when they come out. That right. doesn't mean they like. Nobody, you know, wanted another new edition album, I guess, after Homie. Because what? New Heartbreak had to be what? 88? That was 88, yeah. Home Again was what? 96? But a lot of them went solo, though. Yeah, BBD, and then they you know went what? solo. I'm not messing yeah. with you about Ralph. I'm not messing with you about Ralph. Oh, no, 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 no. We, no, we ain't going there. We're not going there. No, but I mean, they all went solo, but then afterwards, after they all did their second albums, it was kind of like nobody really cared. So it was right, like, like all right. we, we all knew BBD didn't have it no more after Hootie Mac. Like, it was obvious. <laughs> Dude, they barely had it when they brought out Hootie Mac. Right. That's, what I mean. like, that's what I mean by it's like to me. That's like when you start doing like Jalen Rose said, I'm gonna start doing color commentary before I even end my career. So I already got my next step. I know where I'm going next. Like yeah. they had to know after Hootie Mac, like this ain't it. Like you yeah, know. all of them did. All of them did. They all realized after the second albums of each of their solos, except Bob, but. After they second albums and third, they was like, all right, let's get back together again. And I think the excitement of them back together was what everybody loved. But they was on their rock and roll shit then. It was like, you know what I'm saying? We done went solo. I can do my shit. You can do yours. Like that. But I think Bobby just, I think he had, he could have went like this. And once he married Whitney, it went like this. And then adding his jail sentence and doing all that. It was like, yeah. Like when he came out in 2012 with Masterpiece, I said, "Bobby, what are you doing? Why?" And then the Stinson rehab and all that too. Right, that that hurt too. You know what I'm saying? Like y'all was saying with um, Slick Rick and everybody else. Like Bobby came out with his album in '92. The next album they come out to '97. Right, and right. by then, when Bobby came out with uh, the Bobby album in 1992, music was changing. It wasn't no more of the 
New Jack. That's when Mary comes in, and that's when SWV comes in, and that's when Jodeci is popping. Nobody wants to do that New Jack no more. So right. he was kind of like, and the jail and him getting locked up didn't help. So, all right, Porsche, what you got up next, sis? So I have Shaheem, and this one's a bit weird because Shai is my favorite Wu affiliate, and I followed his album releases all throughout. Because Nori already got in trouble. I'm gonna let that nigga take that, take that. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, please do. Um, but here's the thing. So um, Shy actually releases Rugged Child in 94, Lost Generation in 96, Man Child in 99. And those were like, to me, I love them all equally. Like I love those albums back to back. Then he goes on to do The Greatest Story Never Told in 2004 and disrespectfully speaking in 2009. However, his legal issues, like his prison um, sentence doesn't come up until 2014. So I can't really say that it was a direct correlation between you know the the, that arrest being or i guess that um term that he served being what derailed him however he was you know bouncing around from label to label and he was sort of involved in the streets and all of that kind of stuff just got locked up in 2014 so i'm inclined to say that the the prison sentence and and going to jail for five years actually it would have been about six years and a bit um that to me is kind of what again sort of i don't know i feel like whenever an mc or an artist or celebrity goes to jail it takes you out of a very fast moving industry and then when you're not sort of there and being seen and talked about and you know kind of somewhere at least in pictures and backgrounds somewhere you kind of get forgotten so from so like i think even though yes um shaheem also had a decline of albums i feel like that being locked up for six years was just like a bullet to the career because he just wasn't there um and six years is a very very long time in hip-hop i feel like that's like i don't know that's like probably 20 years in real life um, outside of hip hop, to me, I don't know. Um, so that's I, I'm gonna say Shaheen. I will say this, sis. I had no idea that nigga had more than one record out. So I, I thank you for schooling that he had. Kill, you, know, you need honesty, to listen yo. to. Kill, <laughs> you need to listen to the Lost dope. Generation. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. This is how I kept up with everything. Again, I had four different DJs at eight eight nine. So it wasn't just what I wanted to hear. None, none of them DJs played anything from Shaheem except on and on. Listen, Shaheem, though, is, like, actually super dope, especially when he was younger. Like, he... That's why it kills me when Noriega, like, puts him on blast because Nori, like, Shaheem was doing better things with rap than you were in your when he was 16 than you were when you were, like, 40. I, I, I can't go there. I, I can't go there. Man, Boy, kill, up. stop it. I'm, I'm gonna have to Hey, Shaheem was dope, man. We, we, gonna, we had Shaheem come out the Willem bro, man. Shaheem was dope. By the time he was up, again, he was dope. All I'm saying, all I'm saying, he, does, he, he doesn't have I a world report, though. And no. I have four different DVDs. Oh, no, Rail. No. Open access to play whatever they want. That's how I got put onto a lot of the music because they would play different things. I had one from Philly. 
two from Baltimore, one from New York. Nobody, nobody. I know You're a right? lot of people. Word has never gotten back to here from anybody that shot kill. You need to listen to this shot. This oh is the first time of Walking Earth that I even knew he had another album out. I was in the prairies of Canada and I heard about Shaheem. Like, that's wild well, to me because Shai is amazing. To the hood. There, there, and there's no way that Shai has a better career than me. That's impossible. Just awful. <laughs> no, I'm not saying a better career. I'm not saying a better career. I'm just oh, saying okay. he had better, a better album when he was 16 than Nori did. <laughs> when he was like, you know, I'm just saying that, that, that Rugged Child album, album is dope. Man Child was that, dope. Ah, okay. Okay, I'm gonna need the resident Philadelphia residents to revisit Shaheem's first three albums for sure. Because Kill and Rel are sitting so, up hey, here talking hey, about I don't know. Perfect look on your face. I don't know about that, sis. I mean, God damn. Listen, I have the Omar Epps face right now from that gift. That's what I'm, I'm looking at you guys like that right now. <laughs> I'm going to pay you because I need to see your face right now. This is why I'm going to pay you. I'm paying you tonight at midnight. As soon as my check hits. That's so, <laughs> you guys, I am going to bombard you with links until you Yo, guys she, listen to these albums. Of Rory and Mal on us and is refusing to show her face until I get this money right. <laughs> We gotta get it right. <laughs> right. Here's the next person I got up. This is close to home. This is my young boy. Lives literally across the street from my mom's house. I open my door. I see no, his door. Has Cassidy. Yeah. Um, has Clippers. I'm a hustler. 2005. Bars in 2007. My mom calls me one day like, yo, niggas was shooting out here all <laughs> night. It sounded like it was a war going on. I'm like, good. And the way my block is, is I'm on this side with a driveway. Cassidy's on this side with a driveway. So the shooting occurred in the driveway. So, you know, it wasn't like near where my mom was. But, um, and then word got back to the air, like, yo, I think it has something to do with Cass. And I'm like, yo, I hope that's not true. Um, so April 15, 2005 was the shooting. June 17, 2005, he surrendered. 2006, convicted of involuntary manslaughter. Two counts of aggravated assault and possession of an instrument of crime. I would assume that just means a gun. Um, he got 11 to 23 months. He served eight months. And to be honest, I don't think that messed him up as much as the car accident that he got into that followed, which a lot of people don't know about. He got out in mm -hmm. um, 2005, but then in 2006, he got into a car accident, fractured his skull. He was in a coma for about 10, 11 days. He had amnesia, um, you know, all kinds of shit. And to me, he just never was the same after that accident. You know what I mean? Even when I see him in interviews, when I see him, like to me, he just never was the same after that. Again, I just think 2000 plus, you going to jail, it kind of solidified you as, you know, the persona of I'm a hustler. If you watch Cassidy back in the day, even before I'm a hustler, you know, all the freestyles was about coke, drugs, guns. I think that kind of just solidified it because it was like, damn, this boy must be real. This nigga in jail right now for this. Um, but I think more so with messed up Cassidy was just, again, he got signed at that time when, and I always talk about Cassidy Fab and um, Cassidy Fab and Kiss where labels were signing these street rappers, but then trying to make them make radio songs. Like, you know, 
I, right. I talked about Cassidy forever. Rel knows Cass. We, you know, he had the thing to cipher and he like won for like a million years. Like, I'm not even exaggerating. Like, I remember being home from Morgan for the summer and mad niggas would just come on the block. We thinking they come to Rumble. They just come to battle Cass. That nigga just like was invincible. That nigga was like a Mike Tyson. Like, niggas would come and niggas would leave. Like, it was, it was quick. <laughs> um, but I just don't understand why you would sign that person to then make hotel. Because I've been talking about Cassidy to everybody who will listen. And if y'all think every New York nigga didn't call me like, this your nigga with the motherfucking pie pipe with a mask on his face talking about hotel keys. And I'm like, come on, y'all. It's the radio single. Just wait till the next thing. Then it with Mashonda, it gets no better. And I'm like, I quit. We took, yo, yeah. I took L, I took L because of him. Because, yeah, wow. and it wasn't I until knew, I'm a hustler. Until that hustle I'm a hustler. Right. To me, it's what, <laughs> <Eddie>. <laughs> you know, where he was supposed to be. Um, so, but I mean, the jail, the jail thing. I think again, after 2000, we just, yo, I just think, and um, it was on the episode of Sopranos when Lord Jamal was on it, and it was like a rapper in the hospital, and it was like, yo, my buzz is dying, and like one of. Uh, um, Tony's man was like, "Well, I'll shoot you." Like, like that was just the shit. Like, if you were, if your career was falling in hip hop, like back in those days, it was like get shot or go to jail. One of those two things mm-hmm. will bring you back right. to the limelight and everything like that. So again, um, I don't think the, the jail really hurt Cass, but I think the car accident did more hurt than anything. Well, who you got up next, bro? Um, I got somebody that a lot of people like. I don't even a lot some people didn't even know that he actually was a rapper at one point but i got my song um yeah there was a time during the violator time my song mm-hmm. was that dude like the buzz was crazy like people i think i was in college or something yo that it was like people were looking for him to be that dude like he he was guest star versus on different stuff and he was like really getting a buzz and the next thing you know he got like 12 years for like mm-hmm. i think he robbed like a a, a taxi driver shot him up some crazy shit and That's he got exactly 12 it. years and it was a rap after that like you didn't hear nothing from it and he came out and you know him more for like his activism and stuff like that than anything music related but it was a time where like he was really like highly anticipated like yo you know he might be that next dude when we're gonna get the my song album and then he went to jail and you know sometimes you hear rappers they they get they go to jail and they might do a little he did a lot of time and it was over after that you know what i'm saying so that was my next person that's crazy because I, I know him from like you said, like the acting, but I've seen him do like little freestyles on flex and stuff like that. And yeah. dude is nice. You know what I mean? Yeah, I man. didn't know about him prior to getting locked up, but just dude is nice. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I can only imagine. On them violator, you remember the violator compilations? Yeah. He was all yeah. over them joints. And uh he had features with different people and he was like I just remember like some of the my friends from New York, like they were really like hyping him like yo this is gonna be the next dude and I remember he was on he was on the Rough Riders joint like he was he was he was one of them dudes with a, a serious buzz and then he was known to be like living some of the shit he was talking about you know what I'm saying mm-hmm. and it just 
that situation happened and he 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 did a, he got twelve for that. You know what I'm saying? And that was it for him. Yeah. Wait, let me get I this think- straight. So you guys like my son, but you won't listen to <laughs> I just want to be clear here. This hold is what I'm up to me. You guys, are, you guys are killing funny. me in Philly over there, man. Hold on, flag on the play, flag on the play. I'm gonna take you back to 1993, freshman year at Morgan State. On and on was the bucket. Two of my homegirls, twins from Staten Island. They like Shaheem's older brother, and I mean Shaheem looked like he was gonna blow. It looked like he was like baby meth. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like he was gonna be a super duper star. But here's yep. the thing. I have never heard anybody outside of somebody who lives on Staten Island talk about that first album, <laughs> let alone the albums that followed after that. I have never heard, even on Twitter, the planet of Twitter, where the craziest shit gets talked. I have never, in 12 years of being on Twitter, seen one person ever talk about that Shaheem album. Not one. Not even you, Paul. Then, again, this is why... I always talk about Shaheem. Are you guys kidding me? <laughs> <laughs> you guys, you guys <laughs> just tell me right <laughs> now. You guys don't pay attention to shit that I say. Me and Tasha, me and Tasha used to talk about Shaheem all the time. I'm just saying. you guys, stop it. Because you're, you're, you're calling on someone's credibility. Whenever done. someone says, me I'm and done. such and such, whenever that story happens, Yo, I'm done. I knew it. Like, I'm, I'm like, I'm pulling Rel in for credibility. So I just want to find out uh, what Tasha you are uh, now. Like, you're analog like, lady. Analog lady, Tasha. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying. You guys don't know. I do talk about Shaheem. Anyone who knows me knows about Shaheem. You, Eddie, when we were talking about this, when we were talking about this topic, what did you say? You said, "Oh, I know Shaheem's going to be on Portia's list." Because that, that was because of a recent. That was because of a recent. That was because of a recent discussion. I think the fire rose effect of my yeah. memory. Make- Porsche, I just have not known you to talk about Shaheen. And I'm not okay, trying to say cool. that you haven't, because you may have impact, but it's not like you talk about Shaheen. Like, we know you hate Drake. That's how I would, or like, people know I hate Ben Simmons. Like, that's why I've just never heard you mention Shaheen's name. Right. Ever. Oh, good. Not saying you can talk about him with Analog Lady, but I just. <laughs> I'm just I keep saying. Right? You guys I, are, right, you guys right, are right, going I'm to war for my that is like the biggest corn ball after thing. Never mind. Right now. Hold on, Porsche. I'm a listener. I like I like Shaheen's first album. I didn't know about the yeah. ones after that. You know, what I, I like Shaheen's first album. As well. I, his first album, because on and on was the single, but it was uh, it was some. He had a, it was he had a couple joints on there. Yeah, yeah. It was, it was joint a joint um, He had a joint with the sample from uh, the uh, movie with uh, Samuel Jackson and John Travolta in there. That was a banger. He had a couple of joints on that album. The album was tight. Yeah, I like I like the album, and I did I'm like. I'm listening tonight. I will listen. Yeah, I, I will listen. I'm gonna listen because I, oh, I am waiting for I'll, that. I'll, 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 oh, I'll, 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 I can't wait for the best recording this, so I can really laugh the way I want to laugh. 
<laughs> Rack, who do you have up next? Who do you have up next? <laughs> yeah, I'm, I know. Yo, all right, so I'm check it, say, man. I know why. I'm going to just stop because. No, no don't. Go <laughs> okay. ahead, Rack. Who you got up next, man? All right, so I got Capone, man. Mm, um, good one. Capone. Capone, ironically enough, is the reason why Nori got a record deal in the first place and and was not able to reap the benefits of said situation. Um, shortly after War Report was released, he got knocked. The album, the second one was released, but I mean, he forced Nori in. Nori had to go solo, and after that, it was a wrap. Like, not that Nori is the greatest of rapper, bro, but I just think bro, we can't, we cannot do this, bro. All right, all right, all right, all right, all right, all right, all right. What's up? <laughs> no, until we finish recording, right? He's still laughing. We gotta wait. I don't want this out there in the in the Twitter world, so we gonna just oh keep yeah. And so uh, I just, I just think that he um, I think he took an L with that particular getting knocked that time because that war record. And how, yeah. how much? Oh. Did he how much he, did, he, he did like four or five years, but it made it so that Nori had to go solo. The second right. album was done, but they didn't release it until he got out, and then he got knocked again. Yeah, and he didn't. So, finished the, the war reunion report. right like no right. no he did not he did he not he did the not that's no. why there's certain songs on there with tragedy Gaddafi. that's why he only got one solo to capone capone bone joint like oh that's why that's yeah the, yeah, yeah. Th- yeah that's he, got a, he got not the process he didn't yes. get to finish the album he didn't get to finish and, the album if, if oh, you hear nori wow. talk about, if you hear nori talk about it if it wasn't for tragedy <laughs> Nori wouldn't have been able to carry that album like that. Like he was, he was, he was scared about that because he was like, "Damn, I gotta carry the album without Capone." Because they really wanted Capone, like signing. They wanted to sign Capone. Capone. Yeah, they wanted Capone, and so he couldn't finish that album. Mm -hmm. And you know that's why it's so much tragedy Gaddafi on there, and he actually saves that. That album and yeah. it makes it what it is, you know what I'm saying? And then after the fact, that's why Nori has to go and go solo and do the NORE album and stuff like that. Yeah, that that's a yep. good pull, right? Yeah, wow. he, he he says he says it like you know he owes Tragedy Gaddafi for, for saving that album because the album would have probably been dead in the water because Capone was not and it wasn't finished. Um, but yeah, man, I just. I just wish that they would have been able to get a third album out together with the same steam they had on the first one. You know what I mean? That's a good point. And, 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 and he never was able to recover. Like, never. Yeah, that's so, a good point. That's, that's my point. Hey, who you got next, man? All right. I got Black Rob, man. Um, mm-hmm. Black Rob, um, what was it? Uh, now, quick again. What, what year? This before, after woe. How much? How much time? Yeah, that did was you after do? that. That 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 was after woe. Um, I think um, about oh six, oh five, oh six. It, it was yeah, two two thousand six. So it was for a crime he did in oh four, like grand larceny, um, robbed mm-hmm. the hotel, <laughs> and um, he got sentenced to yeah. six years and wound up doing four. Yeah. Um, so by that point, right? So he had. Um, um, well, for, first time I really remember hearing him was that P Diddy and the Family No Way Out. I love you, baby. That yeah. joint. 
And then um, his solo out, his first solo, right, that had Woe and all that, that was 2000. He had a second Bad Boy album, 2005. And then he got locked up 2006 for four years. Um, and he had a couple more albums after that, but I think kind of like, you know, people move on, yo. And um, and I, I, I kind of felt like, you know, with, with, with Puff, you know, you you just don't know how loyal he is to his to his artists like that. You know what I mean? Yeah, you know, I agree. That, that, that's I the agree. problem. I agree. Yeah, the second it's album was, was was dope. I wonder, like, do we we expect too much from record executives? Like, mm. I almost look at the record business literally like the NBA. Like, yo, I'm cool with the owner. I chill with the owner. And, and and you thinking you're really friends with the owner, but then that's the same owner who will trade you in a heartbeat, you know, to that's another team. True. You know, so I wonder, like, do we expect, like, do we expect more from Puff? Like, right. like I, I because I know how it can seem. It's seen, and the other problem is that Puff is all in the videos too, so that don't help either. <laughs> because you're seeing Puff and Big, and you're thinking they're best friends. And it's like when you see Steve Ballmer at a Clippers game, he's by himself. I've never seen Steve Ballmer hanging out with Paul George, you know, at strip club <laughs> together. You know what I mean? Because then it's like, okay, damn, Steve, how you gonna do that to Paul? This your strip club buddy. Versus when we're constantly seeing Puffy and you know, he's in everybody's video. He's gonna be in Mason's video. So you just it looks like they're best friends. He's gonna be in Black Rob's video. It looks like he's gonna be in G Depp's video. He's gonna be in Shine's video. And then when it's like, oh, well, Puff, we, you know, that's fucked up. Puff, let him get locked up. But it's like, are they really friends or are they just co-workers? No, I, I think I, I, think I fell into that, to that track. Good point. I, 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 yeah. I put a lot of blame on Puffy that I probably shouldn't have. That actually being on this show, we, we had a discussion about it. And it kind of opened my mind a little bit more like that. Maybe I am putting a little bit too much of it on puff you know what i'm saying like because it just seems like like you said we see him you all in a you know what i'm saying and then when something happened it just seemed like he abandons them and stuff like that and then i'm like right. damn do i do that with other record execs mm-hmm. like you know, I, I, think I, I, I do have a question though i uh, you know like if something happened with dre nobody's gonna be mad at jimmy ivine i've never seen jimmy ivine in anybody's video you know what i mean or <laughs> you know russell wasn't in rock box and you know king of rock you know what i mean so the record executives never popped into that like puff and jd were the main people that was going to be all in your videos so so Kill, my, my yeah my 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 question right so you know um black rob he he, he had been down with, with bad boy for a while right i mean if, you know life story went platinum right it, it was it wasn't just a blip on the radar like that's a platinum album so i mean for black rob to go right so that was 2000 for him to then go to robbing the hotel in 2004 like i'm questioning like what was his pockets like like was he not paid off that album and you know yeah that's the business but i feel like if he was taken care of he wouldn't have to rob a hotel you know what i mean I think I think I think with Puff is the severity and the the severity and the number of cases that make it look questionable because you got you got Black Rob, you got G you got all those and it's like tragic stories that happen after 
being on Craig Mack, you know what I'm saying? It just that I think that's what like puts it in your mind, like, damn, Puff might be fucked up, you know what I'm saying? So <laughs> I, I really don't know. Like, you know what I'm saying? It's 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 tough, <laughs> man. <laughs> I tell the joke all the time, the devil's outside the church crying and somebody walks up like, Why are you mad? And they like he they in there blaming me for everything. Like I ain't do everything. Like I fuck with y'all, but damn, some right. of this shit y'all do yourself. Like I have more than enough people that I know who be like, Man, the devil devil and i'm like no nigga that's the dumbass decision you made like that ain't got nothing to do with the devil like g Depp got knocked with crime he did before that nigga was even on bad you know what i mean so it's like we can't blame that one on puff it's like again and if this is just business and this is where again where things get messy and again i think it's because he's in the video you know what i mean like that was the problem when you're in the video it looks like like i can honestly say we're all up here we're all cool we can't all wait to get together and have apartment 5b get together there's another podcast out there where people are like this and don't fuck with each other you know <laughs> right. but that's true because you're on the podcast every week together that y'all are all best friends and all oh, kill how you go to la and not get with eddie like, i don't fuck with eddie like we just do this show like <laughs> you know so i think that that's the thing where <laughs> like we're best friends or they're best yeah. friends and they really aren't whereas for yeah. us it's different we are all cool we all are asking about each other's kids and this and that and other you know how is life so i right. think that that's just like the, the the thing so again i'm not taking no blame off of puff puff has got his shit but i just wonder how much you know how much can we really blame puff for like you know, maybe Black Rob. I know some niggas who can't leave the streets alone. Like, we're going to get to that, too, you know, on, right. you know, people who just can't leave the streets alone, who could be in the best position of their life and still want to do some street shit. I know niggas who, you know what? I'll give you a great example. And this is one of the reasons I love this part of the why. When Marlo tried to get out the game, mm-hmm. and he got out, and Levy had him up there with the politics, and where'd that nigga go? Right down to a street corner. Street, yeah. Because at the end of the day, it doesn't matter how successful you are. Like Avon said, I want my corners, nigga. Like, that's the fun of this game. That's great, Stringer. You hooked us up. We don't have to. Everything is. This shit boring to me, my nigga. This shit is boring to me. I asked one of my kids once. I said, hey, I'm giving them a haircut. Yo, I want to get my GED kill. Okay, I'll get you in this school. But I can't get that school. They beef. What about this school? Now I'm beef with them. What about that school? I'm beef with them. Nigga, what if I could just take away all the beef and you could go wherever you want? Would you want that? That nigga sat there for a minute and was like, I don't even know. And see, that let me know right there. This shit is a turn on to you. This shit is a get up out of bed. Am I going to die today? Am I going to get shot today? Am I going to have to shoot somebody today? That shit is what motivates some people. So even though Black Rob could have went platinum and could have had a big house and could have had everything, and this nigga, his boy just like, yo, we going to rob the hotel. Bet. Let's go. Like, you know, we don't, you don't know. It sounds crazy to us because it's like I, everybody I know is trying to get out the game and stay away from the game. You and, know? and, yo, and, and I got to put a disclaimer, you know what I mean? Because I, I don't want. I don't want anyone to watch this F and be like, y'all disrespecting the dead. You know what I mean? Rest in peace to Black Rob. You know what I mean? We we just talk. You know what I mean? We, we, we're just discussing. You know what I mean? We're, we're just having a debate here. So, you know, it ain't no disrespect yeah, yeah, to the dead. You, you know what I mean? Thank I thank you, Slam. I tell people, too. We just talking about facts. We not saying nothing bad about Black, Black Rob. Black Rob robbed somebody. 
Like, I'm sorry. <laughs> like, I'm not one of the people that, like, you die now. It's a men in black moment. Now you ain't nothing. Right, to right. You ain't talking shit about the man. Not at all. just talking about what he did. But Black Rob That's is definitely a man. was crazy. Um, and like you said, the momentum after that just went nowhere. JR, you got somebody else? I know you said I, you. Yeah, I got my last one. And that is it's Rick James. Uh, you could you you'd have to just sit me down for it. We may have to do a whole show on Rick because <laughs> I, I just know Rick was a bad I, I would just say this. I would just say this. When you think about Rick James now, what do you think about? Cocaine is a hell of a drug. Yep. Uh, <laughs> and what else? Dave Chappelle. Rick Dave Chappelle. And Dave Chappelle. That's all you think about. And that's bad. And you know, in '91, he got locked up. For that whole oh, yeah. thing with him and his girlfriend holding somebody hostage for three days. You know what I'm saying? Like, so a lot of his legacy has been strict because of this. You know what I'm saying? Because you got to think, in 90, he just was back again with this whole thing with uh, MC Hammer when he did his sample. So he was like, yo, it was like everybody was thinking about him. Then this fool... Sorry, God bless you, man. No disrespect. But he gonna mess around and hold somebody hostage for three days. And then he him and his girlfriend gets locked up for. So right after then, it's like it hurt him. Cause I mean, even though Prince technically hurt him, technically, but it was like after that, it was just like he, it was no coming back from this. You know what I'm saying? It was like after that, you don't remember him except for Dave Chappelle. That's it. Here's the thing. He told you cocaine is a hell of a drug. So that's probably why he kidnapped someone. I mean, you can't hold anybody responsible for what they do. And I mean, Rick probably had good cocaine. Like, we're not talking about... Oh, yeah. Cocaine. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. He, used, he, said, he said he used to literally spend seven grand on coke a week. Well, there you go. So that's good, Coke. And who knows what the fuck you can find the bus would do. Okay. Yeah, I cannot. I can't. I can't. Seven grand of Coke. You know, I said, so again, we really can't get mad at a man and his girlfriend holding somebody hostage. We I cannot. I can't. You can't be mad at me. Like Bleak said, blame the mind, not the heart. Like, that's the key thing. You cannot blame the person. Help you me, help you. You see what I'm saying? And kill, and then he be wondering why people be getting at him. Because he know what he's doing. He just keep going and going and going and going. Yeah. How is you doing? Help Rick me, James, help you. Who can defend Rick James? Who I'm not defending him. But everybody said chill. And you going to keep going like you ain't here in a while. Seven grand of cocaine responsible. I shouldn't have never told you that. I gave you more fuel. You know what? Kill your right. You're right. With a frog outside the front of my house. You know what? You're right. I'm just gonna drink my drink. You're right. You're right. Get a frog. Got into a fight. You're right. You're right. I don't know what would happen with me with this frog with seven. You see what I'm saying? And he keeps going. And then he does this on Twitter. He's just like this on Twitter. And be mad at them fans that they be coming at him. Because he do this. Cannot hold anybody responsible for what they do uh, if they're high on cocaine. That's mm -hmm. all I'm saying. You're right. Oh, Just like right. Rick said, 
did you did you say fuck my couch? Like, yeah, but I was high. Like you, like, <laughs> I, you are high. They're gonna tell you you again. Maybe I'm the only person who has who is no oh, crackhead. No. They said, oh, no, I cannot no. get mad at my cousin stealing oh, my computer if he's a crackhead. You know why? Because yeah. he's gonna. I've had these conversations, nigga. Why are you mad at me? Yeah, no. I'm a no. crackhead, nigga. What the you're, fuck did you? You're, 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 you, you think you I'm doing really down? You are like, correct. If you let you him right. you. That's on you. Like, don't get oh mad at God, him, man. and he won't break the shit back. That's All I can think of is the Gator dance right now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, you can't get mad at Gator. Like, yo, Gator stole. Yo, you stole Mama's TV. Nigga, I'm a fucking crackhead. I'm a crackhead. I'm done. No. I take, you know, I take, you know what? I take Rick Gray back. I take it back. I take it back. I take it back. I take it back. There's been crackheads across America. If you know somebody's a crackhead, don't oh, let them use car because it's not coming to fuck back. Oh, it's man. Them, See? But he's selling you $10. You know he was a crackhead. Don't lend it to him. Here you go. If you know that Rick and his girlfriend high on coke, don't go because they may kid you. That's all I'm saying. She oh, has to take responsibility God. for it. I'm sorry, JR. I People have to take responsibility for themselves. You have to. JR, I got you. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Oh, I take Rick James back. It never happened. I never named him. I stopped. I'm done. I'm done. <laughs> yeah, we went off the deep end. She really did. Like hell went off the deep end. I have friends who have nothing but guns in their house. If I go visit them and they get busted. Are y'all gonna be like, damn, kill? We feel sorry for you, or nigga, you know they run guns. Why is your forty-seven year old with a kid, married ass in a basement with niggas True. who you know got guns? True. That would be True. my fault. Like y'all should be mad at me. Like yo, you don't fuck up five B to hang out with some niggas you know had guns. Like, you're right. You're right. You That's gotta make that decision in your life. Like, oh, so, shit. So, so, with that said, you're, you're cold blooded. Oh, but go ahead. For the fans watching, we need to set up a GoFundMe just in case Kill go out here and do some dumb it's shit. A need pay Apartment 5B Bell Fund. Yeah, Apartment 5B Bell Fund. Last uh, night, I, I, I can't get over. I can't get over you saying you and T kidnapping some side. Yes, I can't <laughs> like completely laugh. Like yo, oh, like, what? Oh, oh, thank you for reminding me about that. Well, so much we got to edit. Um, with <laughs> Porsche, bring it up. He, Porsche, go. Who you got, Porsche? Who you, who you next for? I don't. I actually, Shaheem was my last one. <laughs> <laughs> 
and, and just before we, we finish and close up with me, I just want to say I bombarded your guys' mentions with notifications oh, yeah. dating back from 2017. <laughs> <laughs> so that you guys can apologize and retract your statements, Eddie. Um, I know that's right. I know that's right. I started I will study my evidence and consult my counsel on this matter. Oh my God! Really? Gracie Lee is going to be busy. Let me tell you, he's got five people to defend here. You guys really tried to say I was lying or exaggerating, and it was nothing like that. Nope, nope, ah. nope, nope. I didn't never say you was lying. I specifically said y'all know my brain ain't right. Damn, I, just, I haven't heard you talk about him on this show. That's all okay, I said. Fair, fair. On the show. I don't okay. know about Twitter, but on the show, that's all. So that's all I was okay. saying. I'm just saying, I'm glad you guys all have the evidence. It's been presented to court. I'm glad. That's all. <laughs> Yo, you, this shit came out with the receipts. Like, we don't even need Trey on this episode because oh. you already. <laughs> 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 All right. Uh, next up, I got another Philly representative, Dark Low. Now, a lot of people may not know Dark Low. He's a relatively newer MC. He's down with AR Ab, who is locked up right now. Um, really dope boy. I love Dark Low. I got a Dark Low mixtape called The Boy, The Philly Boy, Dark Low. Whenever I miss Philly, Dark Low is the person who gives me that feeling of being back in Philly. Like how Portia talked about Blue, like when she listens to Blue, she feels like she's in LA. When I live, miss home or I listen to Dark Low, I feel like I'm right back in Philly. But he got knocked in 2019. He was arrested for witnessing, tampering with the witness. Basically, somebody was gonna testify against AR Ab. I guess Dark Low, you know, said some things that maybe he shouldn't testify against him. He got arrested for that. And then he just got sentenced this year to seven and a half years in jail for witness tampering. So, um, yeah, he's he's knocked for that again. When keeping it real goes wrong, I mean, it, it's one of those things. Like in in Dark Low, um, this if people want to know, this is one of my favorite mixtapes he did, Dark Timeless with Von uh, Von. Uh, what is this dude's name? Von D. Um, v Don. Von D. V Don. Um, the beats are dope. I love this joint. But then you can also always go to my website. I got this joint right here, that Philly Bull Dark Low dope mixtape. Um, but yeah, you know, and and it, and it, these these places always put me in a weird headspace because it's like, you know, whenever I think of tampering with a witness, we gonna stay on the wire. If y'all remember the first season, it was this dude named Gan that Weebay had killed. He was a witness. And, um, you know, he had witnessed D'Angelo um, doing the shooting and, you know, they killed him and put him behind a trash dumpster. And it's, it, it always is weird for me because it's like, man, I, I fuck with Dark Low, but dog, you really out here doing this shit. Like you really out here, like literally doing the shit I'm trying to stop people in the hood from doing. And it puts me in this weird headspace of how do I listen to this? And then I'm going to work trying to combat this. I mean, and, and y'all know I love Conway. And I don't even know if I ever shared this with y'all, but Conway, my favorite Conway song is St. Regis. And he has a line in there where he says, get you a nice pillow, put you in that casket right. The crazy thing is, 
say one of my kids gets murdered, I'm cutting his hair in a casket. I had to lift his head off the pillow and that line popped in my head. And it was just like this weird space of my favorite MC is saying, put you in that casket, right? And then somebody was like a son to me who I'm cutting his hair in his funeral. Yeah, I mean, like, and, and I, I'm turning his head and he's on the pillow and it's just like, how do I listen to this shit? And this this kid got, you know, this wasn't even Forte. He got murdered, you know, it was a straight bullet. They were shooting at somebody else. And so it puts me in these weird head spaces when shit like this happens because we joke about when keeping it real goes wrong. But it's like, God damn, like, y'all niggas are really out here doing this shit and just happen to be dope rappers. Like, like that's the other part. Like, I don't even know if you a rapper first. I feel like some of these boys are really street niggas at first. And it's like being said, like, yo, I feel sorry for y'all who chased this dream. Like, I'm no rapper, nigga. Like, almost like Jay-Z. Like, I'm just a hustler. It just so happens I know how to rap. Like, Beans is like, yo, I'm not no rapper, nigga. Wasn't no trying to get no deal. Like, this shit just came. So, again, Dark Load just puts me in this weird space because I love hearing the music, but then it just goes against everything that I'm working towards. So, it's just a weird headspace for me. Uh, Ralph, who you got up next, man? I got, uh, I got ODB. Um, mm. on my list. You know what I'm saying? Now again, remind me, when did he get knocked? Oh, gosh. Yeah, it's so much. Like, it, it's, it's so much. Like, there's a lot of stuff that he got okay. knocked for. And it's like. Now, did it start Did it start before or after um, his debut album? It started before because he got. It was. His debut came out in 95. He his first real high profile getting locked was in '93, mm. so it was all through that. And he, you know, his debut was good, and, but I feel like all that stuff overshadowed the music. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And he put out the second album, and it was different. You know what I'm saying? And then he never like kind of like recover from that he wasn't on the double disc that much because he was locked locked up he was locked up for the for the double disc so he was on there a little bit and you know and then you see even before he passed he was just getting out of jail again when doing the stuff with dame and all that right before he passed you know what i'm saying it was like in and out of jail, in and out of jail, and it kind of, not kind of, it did. It just derailed his career and his momentum, and it took yeah. the focus off the music. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like it was more so about the the craziness and not the music. The persona, the yeah, and- yeah, yeah. And, and, the, and it was not about the music anymore. And say what you want <clears throat> about him. He made some good music, man, and it was, you know, unfortunate. No doubt, that's a good pick, Rick. Who you got? Um, I'm gonna throw a monkey wrench in there, man. True Life. Uh, uh, True Life got signed to Rockefeller and was on mixtapes, going crazy. Mm-hmm. Called a charge, and that was it. Um, you didn't hear anything this else from this a rapper. Yeah. True Life was a rapper, man. He had a, he had a street buzz in New York, um, like yeah. a heavy, heavy, heavy street buzz. Uh, Rockefeller actually signed him, and then um, he got hit right and after then. And, and then he, yeah, he he got knocked. What did he get knocked for? Um, murder, murder. Yep. Damn. 
and and his his you can see his. You can see that it happening with him because he yeah he, he had the mob wire he had the issue they they ran up he had the issues beefing with Mob Deep and they ran yep. up in the studio and beat up Alchemist and a couple other yep. people like yep. with oh, bats, who like but, yeah yeah he had yeah. he had the whole uh, squad of Puerto Ricans with him a whole yeah, squad that, they they were they whole were looking squad. for they were looking for for P and. And um, but PNN wasn't there. Yeah. Alchemist so was in there. Look at Alchemist. Alchemist was in there. And whoever was in there with him, they got beat down. Got mm-hmm. stabbed and all that. Yeah, and what, I, I never heard this story about Alchemist yeah. getting jumped. That's his true, true life. They keep it quiet. They don't really yeah. talk about it. Yeah, he had beef with Jim Jones. Mm-hmm. Ran, ran, they said he ran Jimmy up out of some spots. Ran, ran him up. Yeah, ran, yeah. So <laughs> he, true, life he was, had a, true life was real, man. Yeah, and you can see it happening. You, it was only it was a matter of time before mm-hmm. he would, because he had a nice buzz. Like my friends, in New York, they they talked about him, but yeah. it was right. only a matter of time before he, he got really locked. went in for a good while. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, true life. True life was dope. He just he he had too much of the streets. I think he had, did. He have a people Saigon too. Was it Saigon? It, it may have been. It may have been, but I don't remember. If you watch just, one of the beef documentaries, he talks about it. And if you talk, see him talk about it now, he and that's why I said that. the way he was. He was like, man, yeah. I, I just... He was wilding. I was just doing too much. You know, I'm he was like, wilding. <laughs> he, he, he had the buzz that... say I would say the same buzz that maybe a Petey Crack had, with the exception that Petey was able to get on records. And right, true, true, true Life was right there about to get on the records. Mm-hmm. Got, got signed with you because he got signed right doing the uh <laughs> volume one with uh that's correct yeah that's correct that's so correct. he so of course everybody shitting on Jaden. so they needed somebody so he was kind of really up next and yep he went right in it was like damn yeah and who you got left oh wait Yo, before I you guys got... start with eddie sorry i just have to leave so i'm gonna say bye um i'll see you guys in a couple of weeks Bush. I'll pay you what I owe you so we can oh get you that. Stop it, Phil. Stop it. Oh, man. I'll be making today's price is not today's price. Your board force was like, nigga, you seen the numbers since I've been on here? Nigga. My official statement of retraction. <laughs> right. You know, nice to bring one up. I got you tonight, for as soon as my check okay, is. Okay, take care, you guys. I'll see you. Oh, take care. If we squashed our beef, so. <laughs> okay, bye. Bye. All right, sis. Um, yeah, Ed, who you got left? Yo, I got, I got mystical man. Um, uh huh. I was just looking. Oh, my mystical goodness. man is star man. Like he had bangers. Like yo, like. Even if you weren't into that style of music, like you, you couldn't deny, man. You couldn't deny, like even like we linked up with 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 the serving the peace. He was on Move Bitch with with Ludacris, like that joint. Um, you know, all of his singles. You know, Shake Fast, Danger. You know, all, all that. And um, what was it? Two thousand three. He pled guilty to sexual battery. Yep. And 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 for me, I think he served six what years. What does that mean in layman's terms? That rape. That is that is a, that is like a 
sort of rape. It's not considered rape, but it's kind of I don't know. It's like battery in a sexual nature. Like it has something sexual with it, but it wasn't necessarily because you know what what happened, right? Do you know the story of what what actually happened? It was like he got head in the club or something. Or he made some shit get no. his head. Or no, no, she, no. That that's too far. No, she no, stole no. she stole eighty thousand dollars from him. And oh right, right. And it was his hairdresser, so he had yeah, yeah. Yeah, and I guess I guess she he made her suck his. I can't remember something like made her give him some head or something like that, and he got knocked for it. Yeah, right, right, because it was actually recorded. Yeah, yeah, I'm and they sorry, found they it. They recorded, and it was found in his house. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, wait, so, so so he made somebody give him head, but she recorded it. No, his no, 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 no. Recorded. He, he recorded it. Yeah, he yeah, recorded. It was, so this mm-hmm. is the you know with the cameras up in your house, like yeah, these niggas kept the tape like men's society, basically. Yeah, yeah pretty okay. much. Then to me, this goes back. That's his fault. He got knocked in because if you want to record yourself yeah. doing a crime, well, nigga, welcome to jail. Yeah. Right, and you know, for me, like I don't. If he had any any albums popping after he got out, like I'm not aware of it. And you know, it's it's kind of one of those things, like just the stigma around it and you know um now i mean that was before cancer culture i mean now you know forget about it you know what i mean yeah like people are gonna dig up everything on you um so i feel like you know if it wasn't a rap before it's, it's definitely a rap yeah. you know what's crazy eddie that his last album was oh one <laughs> oh really his last yeah. album was oh one, one. His, his yeah last, yeah his, his last, last, his last yeah. major label album was oh one he might have the you know, indie laying around somewhere, but his last joint was one. Yeah, that's the only one that's I could great. find. But yeah, like you said, I mean, unless it was an indie or underground joint, but yeah. it's hard to believe that he would. After you know, like, he was right. He was. He was. World, he was out of there. He was out of there. Yeah. When I seen that, I yeah. was like, okay. And then the stuff started coming out when the trial hit, and I was like, all right, but still, like, I'm not saying eighty thousand is nothing to sneeze at, but there's another way you can handle that, like. When you right. when you when you at that level when you got Pharrell on speed dial for bangers out the gate, yo, know, you should have somebody to handle those things for you, a lawyer or some sort of we litigation. Right. He really could have gave Ja like him and Ja could have been easy. Equal. Easy. Right. They could have been easy. We're gonna talk about that easy. all here, right? Because yeah. it's just it just didn't sound right when it came out, but then when the story mm-hmm. came out, it was like, okay, but come on, man. You know what I mean? So I don't know. He definitely screwed the pooch on that one because oh, like, like 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 hey look, I don't know about you, Eddie, but I, I wasn't in the military yet, but I was DJing a lot of joints in and around the country and in a couple other spots on military bases. And bro, when I tell you when that thing came on, out of it. Out of it. Like you throw some mystical on and like it's a rap like he had that he had that and he definitely Ooh. lost he lost he lost all the bag on that mm-hmm. all right last boy i got another philadelphia person got meek mills we got mm-hmm. dreams and nightmares in 2012 dreams worth more than the money 2015 wins and losses 2017 championships 2018 2008 got sentenced to 11 to 23 months, followed by eight years of probation. 
by this judge, Janice Brinkley. Um, then got caught with, then he did something in 2009 and got five years parole along with it. That same judge was overseeing all his parole. 2013, violated his probation, made to take an etiquette class. <laughs> Godly. I don't even know what that even means. Um, then she had blocked like that he wasn't able to travel. I think maybe he did travel some shit. So then in 2014, he got sentenced to three to six months. 2017, was arrested for assaulting two people and sentenced to two to four years. Then his lawyer was coming out saying all kinds of stuff that this judge wanted him to re-record a Boys the Men song and shout her out in the song. And then the lead rock nation and she wanted him to sign with one of her friends. Yo, this shit crazy, man. Like, Are you serious? Yeah, yeah, it's a whole. Like, it's, it's, yo, they had to remove all the case. Like the judge she, got, she got in trouble for that. She did. Yeah, it's like, crazy, it bro. Just crazy that she was wanting him to do a good thing to see. <laughs> watch on Amazon Prime. It's a series kind of about all of his um, getting locked up and everything like that. 2019, all the charges was dropped from the 2007 case. So now Meek is good. He's doing criminal justice reform um, right. and. To me, this is an example of kind of like what Eddie was saying with Remy, what Porsche was saying with Snoop. I think, especially with Remy and Snoop, post-2000, you were able to come out of jail. And I think Remy and Snoop are both known for, like, Remy was on that show with Joe Buttons. Remy isn't like a socialite all the way there yet, but I think she has enough of that, like, people care enough about her, you know what I mean, that she doesn't really have to rap. To stay on people's minds We all know Snoop Don't got a rap I mean this dude Got showed to Mark Stewart You know he doing mm -hmm. The little stuff With Kevin Hart Like Snoop is like An icon now It's like beyond music With Snoop Like Snoop never Has to do anything else I think with Meek It's the same thing Him being from The streets of Philly Him getting locked up All the time Just made him look Even more Street certified You know what I mean So right. um, And then now He's doing all stuff With criminal Criminal justice reform also, he's on Rock Nation, so Jay had, you know, everything to me in life is about how much money you got. Because if you got a good enough lawyer, a good enough lawyer will beat the shit out of the case. You know what I mean? So, I don't know. If Meek is on Apartment 5B records, that nigga probably still locked up. You know what I mean? But he on Rock Nation, you know, he he's free. You got lawyers to do all the digging and everything like that. Um, yeah. And then the two other people I got, Roscoe P. Goldshank, another Philly wow. Ross that was the yeah. He was on that joint, goddamn. Um, yeah. off the clip joint that yeah. I love, man. That verse oh, yeah. alone, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Surreal, that joint was crazy. Um, they said he got in 2008, he got charged in a double murder, and that nigga was already in jail when he got charged with that shit. So, wow. like, yeah, oh, so just another boy who you know, again, I we done named Beans, Cassidy, Meek. Dark Low, Petey, Roscoe, like it's something in that Philly water that just can't keep us out the streets. Um, and then the last person I had was G Dep. Again, I don't know if it really messed up his career because he confessed to a murder from 17 years ago. But what I did like about his testimony was just, and I mean his testimony from a biblical perspective, not his testimony in court, but just the fact that you can have the world, but if you got something eating at your conscience like that, like, right. you know, you just can't live with yourself. You know what I mean? And I think that's the beautiful thing now, because people think I'm joking, y'all. Some of the shit that be happening in the hoods where I'm working at, I can only discuss about 10% of that shit on Twitter. 
and 10% of that shit on this show because it's so crazy. I can't even say everything, but it's like, yo, there are demons out here, y'all. There are people yeah. who can kill babies and go home and sleep good at night. You know, that's yeah. not mm-hmm. yeah. Rub their feet under the covers. Yeah. Go home and sleep at night. So at least with this, just let me know G Depp is human. Like this is how you can still see some human some humanity in some people. Like, yo, I, I just can't. You know, because mad niggas was like, yo, you should just slept with that shit. Like, yo, I ain't gonna turn myself in. They ain't even catch me. But that shows your human side. Like, yo, I killed somebody. Like I took somebody from their family. And you know, this shit been eating me for 17 years. You know what I mean? So, I mean, that's the one thing I did like about his testimony was just like, yo, I just couldn't live with myself. And you don't hear that much. Anymore. You don't hear much of people mm-hmm. talking about, I did fill in the blank and now I can't live with myself. You know what I mean? So, uh, there was a little girl, maybe eight or nine, killed down here on MLK around the corner from my teen center. And the kids with the, the dudes who did it, shot her by mistake, was making fun of her on Instagram. Like, Shorty shouldn't have been out there. And it's like, damn, yo, how the fuck do you kill a baby and then blame the baby? Sick, man. Sick. You know, Sick. That's, 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 that's a demon. That ain't nothing but a demon. So that's it for me. Bro, you got any more people, bro? Yeah, I want to touch on, uh, I want to expound on the Meek Mill thing for a second because it's interesting, his jail thing, because I don't want to say it helped him, but it did because... He got signed by T.I. first. He was signed the Grand Hustle. He got signed by T.I. the Grand Hustle first and then got in trouble and went to jail and lost that deal. And then eventually he got out and he got the deal with Ross. So it kind of, who knows what his career would have been like being under T.I., you know what I'm saying, in comparison to how Ross did. And I think Ross did a great job with the artist that he signed. Oh, yeah. That was the absolutely best landing place he could have. Exactly. Oh yeah. Exactly. So it, that yeah. kind of, you know, I don't want to say a positive for him going to jail, but it kind of worked out for him it for did. his career doing that. You know what I'm saying? Um, I, like I said, I think almost anything post 2000, jail was tagged as go to jail and get shot, and like that's right up there with dead rappers get better promotion. Like, yeah. if your career is faltering, get shot. Because think about it. 50s whole careers, I got shot nine times. Games whole careers, I got shot. You know, I was in the drug house. They shot me. Like, you know what I mean? So mm. rappers were making careers off of getting shot. You mm. know what I mean? Um, and, and and I think that's just the difference with, with 2000. One more person I forgot. I actually got his book. She Ali. Um, again, oh, not man, that I thought yes. she was yeah. gonna blow, but I'm not gonna hold y'all. I fucked with the first album with AJ Nothing But a Number, the Roadrunner mm-hmm. remix, and the Funky Lemonade remix. Crazy, Lemonade. Those are both crazy. Shot his baby mom's, or shot his girlfriend's brother. Right, that's correct. That's correct. Um, and then went on the run. I want to say he was the first rapper on America's Most Wanted. <laughs> you know what I mean? That was crazy. Um, and eventually, you know, got knocked. And um, it's crazy because, yo, I was in a barbershop out here in Waldorf, Maryland. This nigga walking. I'm like, this nigga look like Chi Ali. My barber <laughs> like, no, what's up? I'm like, oh, shit, it is Chi. What the fuck are you doing in Waldorf? Like, what are you doing in Waldorf, my nigga? Um, so Staying I copied the, the book. Bronx. The, only problem, <laughs> the only problem with this book, if y'all can see this, the font is so small. Like, mm. it's an amazing. Mm. So I started it, but I need to get, like, some... 
bifocals and some magnifying glass, some dollar store glasses and stuff to read this. Because um, I want to dig into it because I'm like, that's just intriguing to me. Like, yo, I always want to know, how did this kid get down with, you know, the native tongue? Like, where did you come from? You know, same thing we were saying about Shaheen being like, baby meth. I thought this was Dre's little brother at first. When I saw Chi Ali, I saw Dre's, I thought he was related to Dre's or something. So how'd you get down with them and, you know, the murder and being on the run and everything. And then at the end of the day, you've got kids with your baby's mom, but you killed their uncle. So how does that get down at the family reunions? You know what I mean? So I still want to read the book. It's just crazy small print. So that's the last one I got. Hey, hey Kill, what's the name of that book? Uh, Another Kind of Freedom. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah Ali. He's supposed to have a documentary coming out, which I thought would have been even doper too. Um, but it kind of just I don't know what happened with documentaries. There's a lot D'Angelo was supposed to have a documentary that was supposed to come out a minute ago and right. it just like kind of disappeared and everything like this. So um but yeah, just you know, and and just crazy because yeah, like I, I she was dope to me, man. Like I said, she dude, was dope, man. Kids, kids wanted to be Chi Ali, man. Yeah, he was a kid when he first, when he came out. Yeah. He was a kid. Yeah, he's, he's he, my he's my age, man. So he was. I, I remember in elementary school, like, yeah, hey, had the Jordan, had the Jordan like, Zone. Yeah, yeah, he was that and dude. Look, yeah, he he had it. And then the crazy uh, thing, if y'all remember that movie Strap with Bokeem Woodbine, he was in that. He was in that. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, uh, crazy situation. Uh, Rec, you got anybody? Oh, I'm sorry, bro. Did you have somebody else left? Yeah, I got. Uh, I, so, this is for like um, when, when Cash Money came out, right? Um, it was Wayne wasn't that dude. Um, <laughs> he wasn't that no. dude. No, he really wasn't. You know, Juvenile had the first the, the hit, the first hit. But the people that I know from down south, they all the, the one they respected yeah. the most was BG. Yep. BG, oh, BG, yeah. BG was that dude that they respected. He he can rap, you know what I'm saying? And he's a his he's couldn't stay out of jail. He could not stay mm-hmm. like couldn't stay out of jail. And it, you know, his first and I wasn't the biggest down south, you know, Cash Money fan. His album, his first so that that joint was one of the better releases from them. Like it, it was, it was really good, and that's it how wasn't you a see bad album at all. Yeah, that's how you see him pop up on songs of Prodigy, and like he had that type of respect, and he couldn't, you know, he couldn't stay out of, um, couldn't stay out of jail, and then my. Uh, Another a Philly person that was, um, I know at least in Philly was like a favorite was uh, Spade from Dutch and Spade. Everybody like Spade. He got knocked. No, Spade got, got knocked for a minute Bro. and disappeared off the face of the earth for a Yo, while. If you yeah. want it, yeah, that was yeah, my yeah, shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I didn't know he got knocked. I got I got that shit sitting right in one of these boxes, bro. Yeah, Spade. That was my Spado, shit. Spado, That's just Spade. Significant amount of time, actually, and uh, and that's just it's just another Philly artist. I mean, we could have did the top five just for Philly, you know what I'm saying? Which is, which is, I don't know, it's just not crazy. not good. It's not good. So it's crazy. Breck, you got anybody else left? I got the honorable mention, man. Uh, Spig, nice and pretty Lou fucked up the money for Lost Boys robbing banks up and down the uh, Garden oh, State Parkway. Oh yeah. Oh, whoa, they was robbing mm-hmm. Up and down the Garden State Parkway, they had a system. 
Uh, they pretty much, it's, you know, it's, it's banks up and down the parkway, and they was like, look, it's right by the highway. We can get up, hit the highway, be in Staten Island in 45 minutes, back to Queens. They got knocked man. for that, man. I didn't put, believe it. I didn't believe it. I got knocked for that. Doing what they were doing was because their career had already was on the right. That, that's why I was thinking. Yeah, that's yeah, it was on the cloud already. Yeah, it did mess up. It was already on the downfall. But yeah. that's just another two Philly rappers who's locked up. That <laughs> just added to the list. Yeah. Yo, we may fuck around have most people locked up. <laughs> like that, mm-hmm. this is we really could. So that that's crazy. Eddie, you got anybody else left, bro? Um, I would like to flip it on my last one, and and this is a situation where I feel like getting jail time actually benefited an artist, and um, it, it's Royce the Five Nine. Um, so in in two thousand six, um, uh, Royce he got his third DUI, and um, he got he got a year a year in jail, and so the reason why I said it actually benefited him is. If if he don't go to jail with, with with that third DUI, and I'm pretty sure after that he got entered in the 12 step program, right? If if he don't ever go into the 12 step program, he'll never you know go down that path. We never get sober Royce. Like we don't get all these amazing albums later in his in, in his career. You know what I'm saying? Um, he's been sober since 2012. But that 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 was probably the point, right? I mean, when 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 people in the program when they talk about like been sober since, right? They're talking about like steady steady time. So I'm sure he was still in the program, probably still making an effort, and you know, kind of falling off the wagon or whatnot. But you know, that probably never happens if, if not for going to jail. Yeah, so, Primo Primo talks about Primo talks about being skeptical to work with him again after boom because of him always being intoxicated uh like the prime he the, when they did the prime thing he said that he sent him something just to see what he was you know what i'm saying and he trusted that he would be you know sober to do it you know what i'm saying cream talked about that so yeah, yeah that's a good point yeah go pull he definitely go pull what do you guys think why do you think we the, the streets hip-hop everything just grab like glorifies jail so much like i'll give you an example right before we got on this call one of my mentees called me and we were talking and he got a full ride to college paid for i asked him i said bro anybody in the hood say congrats nobody my other young boy gets out of jail for not snitching after doing nine months. They, these niggas had a three-day barbecue for this nigga. Three days. <laughs> and it's just like, yo, how does that happen? You got one kid getting a full ride to college, don't gotta pay a dime. And nobody says congratulations. Somebody gets out of jail for doing nine months for not snitching and gets a three-day barbecue. 
Why? 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 Why is it that we glorify jail so much, right? Crab in the barrel mentality, man. Think about it. Yeah. The kid's yeah. going to college to better himself to leave the place he's at. That's fucked up. He may never come back, right? Changes the whole trajectory of his family. The people who may be sitting there not congratulating him, mad at him, looking at him, talking about, oh, he, he think he's a smart nigga, right? That's some animosity there because they may not have had the same shot that they had or that person had or took the same chances or did whatever. The kid that's in jail, he ain't going nowhere. He's back in the same spot where he didn't snitch in the first place. And it's like, okay, we know we can trust you. You know what I'm saying? It's a situation to where like, not snitching, is the code but in some cases i'm on my pharrell shit i'm a i'm I'm a father i got kids i got a wife you do some shit on my block hey look i'm i I might be one of the first ones to be like yeah it was the motherfuckers across the street because i don't need that shit around my kids or around my my situation but i just think that people value what is normal to them and and people going to jail in the inner city unfortunately is more normal mm-hmm. than a kid going to college and changing their trajectory or or, or 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 doing something better like we don't value education you know what i'm saying like we're taught to not we're taught but like education is not valued in black and brown community i'll just say that mm-hmm. and, and and going to jail unfortunately in some situations and in some places is valued you know what, Rack, you make a good point. Because I'm thinking of I, I I knew people in college that prior to them joining a fraternity or a sorority, they they were nutballs. You know what I mean? Nobody messed with them. Nobody said you said all the time. They, you know, get on the yard, change your whole shit. They cross over and become whatever they pledge. Mm-hmm. Now they just and not only do people see them as the shit, now they've got the self-confidence to be the shit. And I'm saying that because I've seen people come out of jail and seen their status elevated in the hood. Yeah. So with, with if I'm a young boy and I'm like, damn, I ain't getting no respect in the hood, like what I gotta do, go to jail. You know what I mean? Because I just saw what happens when I come out of jail. My status gets elevated. I'm no longer looked at as a nutball no more. People respect me more, you know, whatever, whatever. So that's an ill point that you brought up because I see that all the time. You know, I I see people who can go to jail and come out and like, they just, they just, you know, nut ass boy when they went in and they come out and they don't even got to tell jail stories. It's just the whole con. It's seriously, it's just the neighborhood just thinks, well, you ain't snitching. You just did this time in jail. You a real nigga. You held it down. That's right. enough to propel him forward. And that's what we're all looking for. Everybody is looking for a way for us to change what we don't like about us. We, if we don't like our job, then we're looking for a better job. If we don't like the way we look, then we're trying to lose weight. If we don't like this. Everybody's trying to figure out how to better this. And it's the same thing. If you're growing up in the hood and nobody's respecting you, then why am I going to school? Going to school because right. that's me graduating high school isn't gonna make nobody respect me. Me going to college ain't gonna make nobody respect me. Me graduating from college, me getting a doctorate degree, nothing dealing with education is gonna help me do what I what I want to do. And if that only thing is getting shot, 
selling drugs or going to jail, then that's what I have to do to accomplish that goal. Were you going to say, Eddie? Yeah, so, um, you know, it, it's, it's the whole thing, right? In, in, in the hood, you know, in these kind of neighborhoods, you know what I mean, where, you know, everyone is down and out, right? And a lot of times, like, the, the really only people you see with money are the dealers, are, you know, the people who are, you know, doing the, the wrong type of the thing, but, you know, it's kind of like, man, you know, they're, they're, they're doing something, you know, it's, it's better than being broke, you know, it's better than being poor, but, you know, for this, for this topic, I, I want to actually shout out your project with Vegas, because this whole thing reminds me of the joint you guys got called The Hill. Um, so The Hill is, you know, basically describing, you know, the, the analogy of, of, of The Hill, right? You know, trying to climb up the hill, you know, going going, going a, a, against it and feeling like, you know, um, you, you can't make it. And, and on that, you know, uh, Vegas was describing, you know, he, he came at, at, from the same environment as Ill Will, but he, he, he decides to choose a different path. And, you know, he, he talked about going to college and, 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 and going that route and how hard it was, but it being worth it. So, you know, I, I think that's a really dope song because he kind of describes both part of that. You know, he described the struggle and, and talked about why why that's difficult, especially in that in, in the hood, in that environment. But, you know, it's still worth it to kind of go that route. You know, and and you may not get the praise. You know, no no one may pat you on the back for for doing it. But you know, at the end of the day, you know, you got to do it for yourself if, if that's what you want to do. Um, you know, because because these folks, like you said, you know, they're throwing a party for the guy who don't snitch. You know, that's their morals, that's their values, like what they value mm -hmm. from what they've also mm -hmm. seen. Um, so, yeah. And yeah, I think I think, I think one thing. Um, I think uh, well, two things. It's like. Um, like you see the people with the, the fast money, the, the nice things. And you know, like for guys, you have like women that won't mess with you if you not, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's just like, a, it's just like people's priorities and it's just different, man. And it's like, I've, I've, I've I had a female tell me that she couldn't mess with me because I had a nine to five and that money don't come fast enough. And it's just, you know what I'm saying? That's just a, that mentality is just, is, 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 is bad. You know what I'm saying? And that's one of the things. And then another thing is, and I know you know this kill a lot, because a lot of people from where we from, that they don't even want to leave out of that environment. Like they don't, and they haven't been, I, I go back to a, a, a lyric comment said when he was like he asked a dude how traveling the world sound only to find out he ain't been past downtown, downtown right. you know what I'm saying there's a lot of people like that and that that is comfortable for them you know what I'm saying and it's mm -hmm. you, you take them out of that element and they are like Can they I can't even function you know mm -hmm. what I'm saying like I, I brought one of my homeboys up to college with me and he was like, he could not, he was so out of place. He couldn't function like with, with that, you know what I'm saying? And he didn't even really enjoy it. And it was like, because he was so used to being around the way and just 
what what that encompasses. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So yeah. it's a, it's a, it's different levels to it to why yeah. it's like that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And and bro, like you know, my my example, like I decided, you know, my senior year, I already had it in my head, man. I'm gonna join the military right after high school. And um, yo, did did I have some of that mindset? Like even though I, I wasn't I wasn't involved in none of that stuff, but I was, I was still from that kind of environment. I, I, I seen it, you know, um, I witnessed it. Um, and so I, I still kind of had a, 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 a attitude about me. I had, a, you know, a thing about me and, and best believe, man, them drill instructors, they got that out of me real quick. <laughs> they smell it. Real. I, I, absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, you know what I mean? Like I go in there, you know. I went in there thinking I was a shit, you know what I mean? And, you know, people, you know, pe- people from all over, you know what I mean? I'm like, nah, I'm from Brooklyn, you know, whatever. But you, you, you learn quickly. Man, that's all I'm going to say. That's the last thing you're going to take a drill sergeant is where you're from. Right. It's crazy because I'm thinking of a couple of things y'all said. Well, the points you made, I took one of my homeboys down South Street. He's like, nigga, are we fucking in Delaware? And I'm like, nigga, we haven't even left Philly yet. What the fuck are you Chilling talking right? about? We Hold on, man. You took him to South Street? He South said? Street. But here's the thing, y'all. When you think about a black community, the wow. elementary, the middle school, and the high school are usually all within a 24-block radius. So you never have to leave your neighborhood. You know, like I was one of the like rare people who always left my neighborhood. One of my girlfriends lived in Nicetown. Another one lived in South Philly. Like I never messed with anybody around my way. So I was always out and about, but most people ain't go, ain't leaving their neighborhood. It's funny, it makes me think about again, The Wire, I think it's season two, when Bro, Brody, Brody and somebody else are driving up to Philly. And Bodie's like, yo, what's wrong with the radio what's station? The, radio? the guy's like, yo, because we leave in Baltimore. He's like, there's different radio stations, different cities. He's like, nigga, you ain't never left Baltimore? Like, wow. I ain't never left the block. Like, you know, um, Dice has this, one of the few Dice Raw lines I like. He says something like, he called his uncle or something in jail. It's like, yo, something, something. And the uncle's like, yo, when you come like saying how's jail and his uncle's telling him when you coming up here like you need to be up here with us you know mm-hmm. which was a little line that just hit me and made me think of one of my teens i'm taking him to court we don't know if he's getting locked up today or not and i'm like yo you nervous he's like nah i'm like come on nigga like keep it above like you can tell me he's like nah, i'm not nervous he, i'm like why he's like yo i spoke to you know our people's up in jail they said sterling shit up there you know and i'm like wait a second nigga i was trying yeah, to get you on boys basketball a school for basketball because this kid could really hoop and you was like i'm not trying to go to an all boys basketball school because where the girls at but nigga now you ready to go to a grown man's prison like nigga think about what you're saying you know right and he was like nah because i said it was thorough up in there and i'm like yo bro who is really gonna tell you like nigga no it ain't it ain't dope up there right nobody's telling you the truth about jail you know what i mean like that's just not gonna happen so it's just like you said the mentality shift and it's just sad because so many of these rappers um you know just getting in situations uh you know some more unlucky than other ones but just again we gotta try to move away from um this mentality because like i said just for as much as me and rel love our city it's just crazy that you could do a a starting five in a goddamn bench of rappers wow 
locked up. Yeah. And again, I'm not talking about guy you got arrested and got out the next night. No, I'm talking about you've done a year or more. Like yeah. that's a tough pill to swallow about our city. But really, I don't know if you saw it. Somebody sent me something. It was this John from North Philly? And she was explaining Philly. And niggas was like, "Kill, is it really like this?" And the John was like, "Yo, if I see if you from Philly and you see a nigga who got a better car than you, nigga, you gotta die." Or if you see a nigga fucking a joint, you want to fuck and you ain't fucking, nigga, you got to die. And I'm like, yeah, that's about right. That's about that's about Philly. You know what I mean? It's crazy because me and T was in Harlem, maybe like 158. I don't know. She lives at 116, and it's one in the morning. She like, let's just walk, nigga. It's one in the morning. In the summertime. You think I'm walking from 158th and Lennox to a fucking 116th for St. Nick? Have you lost your mind? Again, this goes back to what I told you they are. When I tell niggas that I got robbed, people gonna be like, well, nigga, that's your fault. Fuck you walking from 158th to 116th at one in the morning. And she was like, nah, that's cool. I'm like, oh, you can't do Let me explain this stuff, y'all. We walked the whole way and not one nigga grit. Now, gritting in Philly is where you basically stare yeah. niggas at. <laughs> Yo, I ain't heard that term in years. Kill took me home. <laughs> where you get gritted on. Let me explain to you. We would walk through blocks in Harlem, and I'm not exaggerating. It'd be 50 niggas on there. 50. Yeah. Nobody would even, nobody paid no attention to me in time. It was like we wasn't even there. Nope. Bro, please explain to the fucking listeners. <laughs> If you are at 15th and Lehigh, if you get off the train at the North Philly station at 15th and Lehigh, I swear to you on my life, by the time you get to 13th and Lehigh, a bottle has been thrown at you at one in the morning, especially if you with your girl. And your girl is cute. Oh, best believe niggas gonna be like, oh, look at her fat ass. Or, woo, 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 woo. Oh. Like, bro, you are not gonna get two to three blocks before no. a nigga has already oh his man her man pussy he ain't gonna do nothing fuck that nigga <laughs> trust me so it just showed me how crazy uh, the difference between harlem and north philly is because i'm like yo i can't believe we really walked 25 blocks nobody bothered us nobody mm-hmm. looked at us nobody said anything to us nothing like that could not happen in philly and i swear to y'all it's 50 60 niggas on some of these harlem blocks it could just be five niggas outside the chinese store in north philly just three four niggas outside you ain't gonna make it you if you gotta go from 15th from lehigh to if you're going up that's north philly if you're going down you're going to puerto rican land you ain't getting from 15 going that way to 10th and you ain't going this way from 15th to 20th without and it's you and your girl at one in the morning my nigga you get robbed jumped and you may get killed truth be told right hey, bro right? you're not right. lying bro we from we from uptown i it's i don't even know if you can do that uptown um without yeah. something happening to you you like wow. in, in my day of 89 with Cheltenham movie theater that was the only movie theater for mount airy east mount airy germantown Northern, Dogtown, Nice Town, East, I mean, East Oakland, West Oakland. You talking 12 different neighborhoods coming to one movie theater. Niggas will be getting robbed every night, especially oh, if you did that uh, 10 o'clock movie and you getting out at midnight. Nigga, you are getting robbed getting on that six or getting on that C bus. Easy. And you wouldn't be able to do that walking up Ogon's Avenue that time of night. No, so it just to no. show you the mentality 
of why maybe so many of our Philly people are locked up because you it, it's something that's like and Meek said this with Charlamagne. He said, "Yo, bro, I got a best friend. We out here in the Bahamas. I'm with Jay. We with millionaires. I asked my best friend to come. This nigga said, "Nah, he gonna stay out north." Like, yo, we out here in the Bahamas, millionaires, women, and you, you're, you're choosing to stay His in mentality. Yeah, you don't want to get on this. You don't want to get on this private jet with us, bro. You don't. Mm-hmm. And, and that's the thing. And Big said it's like a religion. It's like trying to explain to a Christian that Jesus ain't real. Trying to explain to a Muslim <coughs> that I'm not ain't like Facts. this is a religion, yeah. and you can't get people out of that religion. You can, you can. That's why I was saying with Black Rob, it may have been a situation where yeah, yo, I'm, I'm living life, but I'm bored. Like yo, me, like this is cool and all doing shows and everything and smashing joints. But where the action at? Where, where the, where the? What if I get shot tonight? At you know what I mean? And some people want that. That's the eternal. You know what I mean? That gets their juices flowing. So, all that to say, man, it's just crazy that you know so many rappers have had their careers sidelined. And I mean, again, what, what could Slick Rick have been? What could have Beans had been? You know what I mean? What could some of these MCs have been? Um, you know, if 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 it didn't happen to them. Well, you got the shirts on tap now, man. Tell them all about the shirts, where they can get them. Let's go with that. Yeah, Fair Gray, um, Fair Gray on Instagram. Um, I got a lot of stuff coming up, man. Like Kill kind of motivated me for real. I got, I got some some new hats coming, some more shirts. Yeah. My daughter's design, design some shirts that's coming out. So. It's, 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 it's up, you know what I'm saying? Links in all my bios, Uptown J Ben on the gram, um, J Ben215 on um, Twitter. And explain to them what the first t shirt says. All right, so we, we had a conversation and we were talking about uh, um, literary devices used in hip hop that we we say stuff, but we really don't, a lot of people say stuff and they really don't know what it means. So, you know, Kill gave me the idea. You know to explain it give an example so the first one is alliteration and you know on the front of the shirt it just has the you know the, the the definition and then i give you an example and it's uh the example i gave was part of a verse from rock kim let the rhythm hit him and um the next one i'm doing is metaphor because we confuse metaphors and similes mm-hmm. um so it was just mm-hmm. um you know what i'm saying just informative i was you know an English major in college and I, you know, taught special ed English for 12 years before I got this new job and so when I would hear some of that stuff, it just would strike a nerve because I'm like, that's wrong, you know what I'm saying? But, <laughs> but it, also, it also gives you a greater appreciation for some of your favorite artists, the way mm-hmm. they were able to use the device. Yeah, right. right. You know what I'm saying? And, um, you know, what really got my, you know what I'm saying, got my brain moving was KRS-One's poetry because he used a lot of different, like if you really break down, he used a lot of literary devices. And this was, when did that song come out? This is 86, 1986, you know what I'm saying? And it's like, when you, when you look at that, it's, it's people now that can't do that. And yeah. can't even close to doing that. You know what I'm saying? So that was the idea. So, you know, I actually sold a few shirts and I sold a few shirts and I sold other stuff that was already on my site 
from people that follow Apartment 5B. Apartment 5B being on here is like, really, and I'm not saying this because y'all my people, but it's really like boosted my life. You know what I'm saying? Like, it boosted a lot. It motivated me on certain things, and then it opened me up and connected me with different people that I wouldn't have interacted with if I wasn't a part of this podcast. So mm-hmm. I'm, I'm reaching for that. That's real shit, nah, man. That, that right there, man, warms my heart because, again, this was a dedication to my mother-in-law's apartment in Harlem. You know, and that's how her house was. You know, it's just like, you know, you come through, you need to stay for a while. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, it was just the... So, again, I, I love seeing everybody win. Like, that's just my thing. My mentor taught me, if you winning but your people ain't, nigga, then you ain't winning. Man, so, man. to see Rel popping with the new house, the new job, the, the t-shirt line popping, wrecked this nigga on eight different radio stations. <laughs> Eddie got freestyle. JR, this nigga doing shows at Duke University. Even though I don't fuck with them Blue Devils, but still. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> so, I just love seeing people win. So, I mean, that, like I said, that that just warms my heart. Rack, let them know what radio station you on this week, where you at, where you <laughs> I, I got to give a quick caveat to Rail, man, because I remember my first show sitting in my kitchen in Fort Knox, Kentucky. And now I'm sitting in, like, my little recording studio. You know what I'm saying? Like, Rail, yeah, I'm telling you, yeah. we all we all feeling how you feel because we yes. in that space. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? The first time yeah. on the show. So, bro. Yo, all right, all right. Talk to you about the shirts I'm grabbing, but yo, congratulations on that shit, man. Because that's a big, it's a big move, and yo, it's 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 gonna move crazy for you. So trust, I got you. Um, let's see, Instagram, you can catch me uh, at DJ Rec One N E. Twitter is at DJ Rec One. Uh, I just picked up uh the uh, throwback mix, man, for K One O Two in uh, Louisville, man. I just sent that mix off today, man. Like, bro, I'm telling you, blessings, man. This this whole shit, I don't know what it is, but it's like Kill said, it's a family vibe and just things happen, yeah. man. Yeah. That would, that would, that, that would, I wouldn't have got that look, honestly, if it wasn't for that, because he heard another mix based off another show that I started yeah. doing, because Kill said, nah, man, your shit is dope. Keep doing it. JR hit me like Eddie, like Eddie knows. JR knows. So just, just keep yeah. doing what you're doing. Um, Dallas Fort Worth uh, Sundays. I think that comes on at five. Uh, it's called the Dallas Fort Worth St. Louis Network. And then I got my Texas Fleet Radio Show. That is every Saturday at eight. Um, still working on an album. Got some production on a couple of joints. Me and Vegas working. Me and my brother Chaden about to drop something that's crazy. Eddie knows. We just gotta wait on a few things. Yep. So four, fourth quarter for me is going to be big, man, because I got a lot of things that I've been wanting to do for a long time. So just just keep your ears tuned, man. You'll, you'll see it. You'll see it. Sir. Appreciate oh, the love, man. All, all I can sit back and do is smile because, again, Rex, I remember you was talking about making beats, and you went from talking about it to making y'all's album. You got yeah. like two on your album. I, 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 I was already – I was – it's crazy because I was making beats and stopped, and then I sent you some stuff, and you and uh, you and Ev was like, "Yo, why you stopped?" <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah. Like I like my man, man, Frey, who's on him said, I love seeing my niggas win. There's nothing that makes me happier than that. Eddie, tell all about freestyles. You got the tight up, you vamped it, and everything. Tell yes, about sir. freestyle. Yo, so 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 going uh, along with what Rel and DJ Breck won. Um, the, the freestyle thing like 
of something, um, you know, when, when we had started promoting uh, Trey Lee, you know what I mean? And, and I kind of jumped in, you know, we, we, we got our word of mouth thing. And, um, you know, Kill gave me the idea. It was like, yo, man, like, you should do something with, with, with independent artists and stuff. Because, you know, it was, it was just something I was already doing naturally, uh, but, but not officially. So I launched my, my website that was like right in the middle of the pandemic. You know what I mean? Um, recently revamped it, you know, relaunched it this week. You know what I mean? Um, uh, it was just hard for me to maintain as it was. And, and now I revamped it. You know what I mean? I'm, I'm putting out content. I got four reviews, you know, relaunch week. Uh, this week, I got four new reviews up. One of them is Killing Vegas. You know what I mean? Um, I got uh, Yao G's, you know what I mean? Uh, 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 another brother of the uh, of, of the Apartment 5B podcast. You know, I reviewed his joint. Um, you know, I Am God, who's been on the podcast. So, you know what I mean? Um, I got a lot more to come. Um, and, and yeah, man, um, I'm a link up trying to do some interviews. You know what I mean? I've been or, already getting some submissions. So, um, you know, the, the, the website is up. You know what I mean? I got a submission form on there or... Like I said uh, last episode, if you already connected with me and you just want to DM me directly, uh, no doubt. Um, everyone else, you know, hit up freestyles.com and, um, you know, I got a submission form on there. Um, and you can catch me on Twitter at EddieB80 and Instagram at Freestyle. No doubt. JR, tell me everything you and Elise got going on. Oh, man. Ah. Uh. Like y'all just bringing back memories. Like when Kill hit me up in 2015 with the whole Leon Bridges thing, and to see where we at now, and to see all of this is just is just crazy. I never thought this could could even happen. You know what I mean? And it's it's crazy, and it's just to be where I'm at with this whole thing with Elise, and it's just. I never thought even doing a podcast before. I was just like, nah. And Kid was like, nah. Come on, like, you know, you know your shit. So just talk. And to know that where I'm at now, and for him to say, yo, just do your thing. Like, just come on and talk about army. You like to talk about it, so just talk. And to see where the hell I'm at now, this is this crazy. Like me and Elise, honestly, well, we haven't put it out yet, but um, you know. Um, Bowlegged Lou from Full Force. He has a radio show, and he um, he found out what me and Elise what we do, and uh, we're actually the first guest on his new show. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So we we yeah. recorded it. We already Fuck did up. it. Um, we waiting on them to edit it. The D, the the producer loved me and Elise on the show. He was like, "Y'all dynamic is sick." And I don't know what he wants to do, but we in talks of doing something with that. Um, definitely our next thing is October the 9th. We're going to be doing a live show at Duke. Um, you know, and uh, <laughs> how that came, which was crazy. But yeah, we got that. And um, we just, you know, loving to catch that and to catch that minis that you guys are, have been on. You know what I mean? Um, Rack, I'm waiting for you. Rao, you know we uh, we finally going to get it done. We will. <laughs> but, um, yeah, to catch that minis, I love that. You know, I love that a little bit more than to catch that. Because that is like with, 
you know celebrities and all that but i like to catch that many to talk with y'all about your favorite songs and you know to know you know you find out a little more about a person through the music that they love so mm-hmm. i enjoy that you know what i mean but um yeah just the r&b reps on twitter r&b representatives on you uh, on instagram uh jr's world of soul on twitter jr's world of soul on instagram naturally elise on twitter naturally elise on instagram but the r check our website out all our stuff is there and all that good stuff that's dope that's dope you already know this with me kill 889 twitter ig will make beats for food I will check y'all next. Ah, what's the scenario? How do I forget this every time? Oh, see this one. Yeah. I got it. I got to get. I got you, favorite. bro. I got you. The show is sponsored by. So, what's the scenario? We it's, it's time for another game. Me and it really is. Yes. This is not happening this time. We gonna pick a, a weekday or something because we gonna play until I win. So, this midnight. <laughs> We are playing this until I win. Somebody (laughs) lie on a ticket. Like, look, nigga, we've been playing for five hours. Let this nigga kill this year. LL got my bike. Let him win. So, what's the scenario? Check it out at sowhatgames.com. Use promo code apartment5b with free shipping. Um, Very dope game. Trust me, you will be arguing all night about it. Um, But, yeah, man, I I appreciate the hell out of y'all. Again, I tell people all the time. When I made Apartment 5B, it was not meant for the same people to be on every week. That was not, that was absolutely what I did not want. I wanted to be different people every week. But I always tell people, you want to hear God laugh, tell them your plans. Because this is the way that it was supposed to be. So, again, I appreciate the hell out of y'all. I couldn't do this without y'all. Y'all not going to make a nigga cry. So, I'm going to just call this a day, right? (laughs) 